Hello, welcome to Directly to You. It's episode 185. This is the show where I, AJ from Fanatics 4, usually talk to Parker from Fanatics 4, who is not here. And because of that, I'm joined by Pete of, I was about to say loot pots, Flip Screen <laughs> Games. That's relatively new to me in terms of announcing it as a guest on the show. He's never been on the show before for the first time. Ever. Yeah, you, you think you wouldn't make that mistake since this is only my first time on the show. That's but, true. You know, hey. but it's literally your first time on the show with me anyway, since you joined Flip Screen Games. So that's that is true. That's yeah. True. So it's in, a, in a way, it's point. a first time again, you know, exactly. It's the first time all over again, again, like always. But again. literally the first time ever being on the show as a participant and not a listener. Mega Man, what's up? Woo! What's going on? Hello. Um, to support this channel and all that stuff, you go to youtube.com slash finance for twitch.tv slash finance for if you give us four dollars and 99 cents, it don't even got to be yours. It can be Jeffy Bezos's four dollars and 99 cents. If you have Amazon Prime, link it to your Twitch account, you get Twitch Prime Gaming. It's free for you, not for Bezos, but he has enough money. It's fine. In exchange for that, you get loyalty badges, you get emotes, you get free switch keys from time to time, you get access to our supporters on Discord where you can listen to us to record this show. And you can also listen to us record this show if you join the Discord for the free and the link in the description and you just contribute in chat and, you know, post pictures of your dog and whatnot. We play video games here as well. What video games are you guys playing? Hey, this isn't this isn't just a, a pet podcast. I'm yeah, sorry. It's uh, not just a pet podcast. Send lots of pet pictures. We play video games as well. We definitely had all these great cat pics ready to go. I'm a little disappointed. I mean, you can show the pet pics. You can definitely do that. All right, here, I'll get one. (laughs) (laughs) You keep hosting the show. Okay, Mega Man, what games you playing? Playing video games other than the one that we're going to talk about? Because clearly, the one in the title, it's coming. It is coming. Yeah, yeah. I've I've, I've been playing that game. Uh, Mm -hmm. But also, um, I've been mainly going back to uh, Sword and Shield and BDSP Mm -hmm. as well. Cute cat. It's a cat. It's my cat, Lucas. He found the bathtub the other day for the first time. OMG. Solid. You got to come watch on YouTube, everybody. That's a fact. You got to watch on YouTube to see the cat. Um, So I've been trying to complete the full living decks and BDSP. I'm about 90 Pokemon away from that. Game sucks. Um, Uh, Game's bad. Uh, (laughs) Uh, (laughs) And then I've been shiny hunting Bellatum on on Sword and Shield. uh, And that hasn't been a good time. I'm about 700 eggs in. Um, oh yeah you're doing yeah, that for the, for the like the twitch gym leader league situation yep yeah i saw uh, i saw your uh your tiktok about that and i was just like "Ooh, gosh that is that is Oof. just devastating Oof. <laughs> yep um apart from that a little bit of Yu-Gi-Oh master quest uh, master hey, duel you fake dog, whatever it's called see I, I played it i played it once i played for about four hours and it was a good time. <laughs> that's that's my thoughts on it. So I was supposed to talk about that game last week. So I will talk about it here because I forgot to talk about it last week. And fairness, last week I had very different thoughts on the game and they were not very good. Um, this week, they're better. <laughs> they're better, <laughs> uh, but still not great. The game itself is good. It's a, it's it's good mm-hmm. at what you're trying to do. You know, the like Yu-Gi-Oh card game simulator situation. That's great. But this game, the existence of this game, super scummy. It's super, super scummy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had no idea about that because I didn't even understand like how to get cards. I didn't know what was happening the first like day or so that I was playing it. 
Um, but once I found out that it's like, oh, okay, you play through the tutorials, you play through the story mode, you get gems to like unlock these cards and blah, blah, blah. Um, and they basically give you like $40, $50 worth of gems for free mm. for completing all the tutorials and stuff like that. But after that, it's drip feed. It's like you got to either play the game like excessively or you got to give them money. <laughs> Yeah. Um, so I came into the game, like I do every Yu-Gi-Oh game that comes out when I like now in the current day, not like when I actually like consistently kept up with Yu-Gi-Oh in like 2006. Sure. Um, and I'm like, yo, I'm going to make an elemental hero deck and, or he- heroes in general. Cause heroes are like still relevant. Like they, they always try to keep like blue eyes relevant, uh, dark magician, elemental heroes, that type of stuff. So I'm always in a good place there. But in doing these gem things, before I found out how to get specific cards, which to do that, you can search for whatever card you want. Whatever card that mm, exists, you, you can. can go to the deck editor thing and search for the deck. And if you have points to do so, there's like different rarities in the in the game and you could deconstruct cards to get those mm. points in that rarity. Um, you can generate the card that you search for that you don't have that's cool um, i like that you have that option um i play magic the gathering arena which is like very similar and i mm. don't believe you can do that and that's something that i'm, I'm very frustrated by because i'll see a card that i'm like oh this would be perfect for x or y deck but the only way to get it is to like open packs and it's mm-hmm. a similar thing where it's like unless you're putting in currency you can you gotta like do your dailies and whatever to unlock those things so right it's nice but- that you can at least build out like single cards if you only need one or two to like you know yes. improve a deck that you're working on yeah i think but that's also, also the direction that pokemon live is going to go as well when mm. that when that launches very very similar concept so nice i haven't really looked into pokemon live i need to though yeah i mean i got asked nicole she's working on a game isn't she um yes she is <laughs> nice uh but yeah no you still have to open packs though because the only way that you can get the currency to unlock the cards like so the thing about elemental heroes is a lot of the cards that are that are like important <laughs> and that like archetype or just heroes in general again uh is that a lot of them are ultra rares and mm-hmm. to get one yeah. ultra rare you need to you need to deconstruct or dismantle three ultra rares of whatever other card. Um, Ooh. So yeah, Yikes. so you have That's to a open a lot of packs. And the only time you're like guaranteed to get an ultra rare, at least one, is if you open 10 packs in bulk mm. of like whatever run of packs that they have. So how do you get the currency though? Like, is it just by like winning games or are there like daily so things So the main, do, like the currency for buying packs, gems, you get by, so... Like I, like I said, you get about like $40 worth of gems just by playing mm-hmm. through the tutorial. Um, and then there's like story modes. There's like small like uh, like vignettes of like this is this uh, archetypes story mode. Um, so like okay. if it was like a dark magician archetype story mode, it teaches you about that deck. It just as like there are, there are many ads for like buy buy into this deck, you know, like that's what mm-hmm. right. Yeah, um, here's this you, play style that you might want to buy. Right, exactly. Yeah. Um, and when you play through those, you get bits and pieces of, of points and stuff like that. Um, you might get but, like a hundred gems. But can you only do that like, like once? I'm I'm imagining like you'll hit yeah, a point where that's no get, longer an option, right? Right, right, right. And it's diminishing returns after the tutorial and maybe like the first story mode. It's it's a steep drop from like you get forty dollars worth of 
uh, gems for completing the tutorial, but then you do the first story mode or whatever, and you might get like a hundred gems, which is like a dollar. Um, that's a shame. Mm -hmm. Um, because it sounds like it's like up front, it's pretty mm -hmm. good, right. but you're really kind of getting railroaded at some point where like yeah. that was kind of my initial impression of MTG arena. But like now that I've played it for, you know, probably close to a year, um, I, th there are dailies and you get like victory bonuses and then you also get like level increases. So there's all these different things you can do to get coins, which are one of that's like the, you know, freemium kind of currency that you just earn by playing. Um, but even like the, the gems kind of equivalent that they have, um, you can win from doing like drafts and like certain events and stuff. So there's a lot of ways that if you like play a lot anyway, just cause you're enjoying playing, like mm -hmm. they give you a lot of decent decks and you can kind of start building them out and, you know, um, having a lot of like success without, but like I haven't put any money in and I'm, I'm seeing my decks get better and better over time. Mm -hmm. Um, and I'm not necessarily feeling limited. Like I have, 27,000 coins right now, Jeez. you know, so I can buy 27 packs and I have that just sitting because I play the game a little bit, you know, mm. every day, um, yeah. or at least every other day, whatever, you know? Um, so it's like, ah, it's, it sounds like it's very much existing to kind of create that pipeline where you're like, Oh no, like I'm not getting currency anymore. All the only way I can keep getting new stuff is to, is to pay. Mm -hmm. and it, yeah. it it also feels like either you pay or you play a lot and you have to i'm pretty sure to earn currency like any meaningful currency anyway you have to win <laughs> to like so you have to build a good enough deck to be able to dole people online and beat them um and there's like there's there's supposed to be like plans for them to do like tournaments and i i'd assume like drafts and stuff like that later down the line so maybe it will improve in that sense um but i feel like anybody that isn't like me where they go into the game and they're like, I want to build that <laughs> and just that. Like, I don't care about any other archetype. I am just building this. Um, anybody else is going to have a bad time, <laughs> you know, because because you're just like throwing darts at a board and you're like, right, well, maybe I like this one. And then you spend a whole bunch of money to try to figure out if you like it or not. Then you don't. And you have to do it all over again to try another archetype. Um, yeah, that feels bad. Yeah. But for me personally, it's just like, I got my heroes. They're not completely done building it yet, but I have enough to win. <laughs> I win most duels that I do. <laughs> You've gotten enough carrot that like the stick that there is like, eh, it's whatever, exactly. right? Like, could it be better? Sure. But you got the deck you want to use. So, yeah. you know, yeah, you yeah, get yeah. Your couple games like, a week. I, I, wanted, I wanted to make sure that I front loaded my my thoughts on the game with the criticisms that I would have if I didn't have mine. You know what I mean? Like, I didn't want to yeah. just be like, I got mine. The game's great, dude. I no, got totally. heroes. <laughs> you know, like, like, nah, if you if you don't have that very specific uh desire like me the game might suck for you but the game's already for me because i i do have a very specific desire when it comes to you yeah hopefully they balance that a little bit mm -hmm. so it's a little bit easier to mm -hmm. play the game as like a more casual you know free player yep for sure for sure uh other than that smash that's always in the rotation trying to get very good at the video game um i played against uh quit again for people that don't know that that's like the current best in the world pokemon trainer uh based on results anyway 
Uh, there's no real way to verify that on a head to head basis because like the other like one that's in contention is in Japan and COVID is COVID. <laughs> uh, right. But yeah, I played against him <laughs> in a session and I won a game or two. It was pretty cool um, and learned some things. That was dope. Um, and then also I did the Pokemon Nuzlocke and everybody died and it was very tragic and I was legitimately oh, sad. <laughs> I saw that dude. Rest rest in peace. That's it rough. Was so sad. I got so close. I literally got to his last Pokemon. It's like it's like to the point where, man, if that one crit didn't hit there or whatever, it's like I could have won that. It's so it sucks so much, man. It was rough. I know this feels way too much. Way too much. <laughs> unfortunate um before i transition into the other game that we're all playing is there anything else that you guys are playing uh yeah the only other thing that's been on my plate lately is uh death store it uh mm, recently yes, that came to uh it's really good i'm, I'm having yeah. fun with it it recently uh came to xbox game pass nice, um nice, and it's nice. one that had been on kind of like my backlog for a while um and then since it was there and i was you know waiting for pokemon um i was kind of chipping away at a bunch of indie games like i had just beaten like Psychonauts 2 and I played Unpacking before that. So it was kind of like running through a bunch of indie games and um, Death Store's the one that I, you know, I'm a third of the way through it and mm. I will probably not touch it for quite some time now because, you know, I because, cannot get away from yep. Pokemon. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I'm really, really having a good time with it. Um, we talked a lot about it on the uh, Flip Screen Games podcast this week where like... Everybody check it out. Link to the description. Check it out. Um, I... It's interesting because generally I'm not a big fan of roguelikes. You know, Hades was kind of the exception of that rule because I often feel um, kind of frustrated by having like that perceived lack of progress, right? Where like if you have a run that you get bad luck and you waste 20, 30 minutes because you didn't get the right boons or the right you know power ups or whatever, and it just is kind of a wash. Mm -hmm. um, I like that Death's Door is more like roguelite and that any run still has a purpose because you're constantly getting souls that you can use to build, like build out your character, or right. maybe you get a little bit further on the map and you knock down that ladder or something like that, that gives you, you know, that kind of like, um, you know, souls thing where it opens up back a new area and you can more quickly get to somewhere that you had to work to get the previous time. So I always feel like I'm advancing something. Um, and that, kind of rhythm is has been rewarding for me because I, I see my character getting faster and stronger and you know the game feels better the more you play and the more you right. level up um your crow so um or reaper i guess so yeah i'm i'm really really having a, a good pigeon. time with it <laughs> i called him a pigeon <laughs> like a pigeon to me <laughs> he, i mean he, did, he, he does, does look like a pigeon it's so funny like because like you think of crows and ravens as kind of like scary looking he's a grim reaper i'm like he's cute like <laughs> he's too adorable <laughs> Maybe that's why. I mean, pigeons aren't cute. They're they're nasty. But <laughs> maybe that's I mean, why he didn't immediately seem like a pigeon. I mean, like a crow to me. <laughs> I think if you get past pigeons reps, they can be cute. You know, it's a lot like a rat. Like you think of them as dirty if because it's like a nasty street bird that you see in New York. Mm, but mm. you just met if you just met a pigeon that was somebody's pet. I bet you'd like yeah, it. He's you just know? like a domesticated pigeon. He's probably <laughs> yeah. He's like, like to them. The, like you the met a pigeon, carrier pigeon. Like I bet the, you'd be boys. The pigeon man and hey, Arnold. There you go. Right. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. That's true. For your reference. That's a fact. Um, but yeah, I, for, for, are we ready to? to yeah, let's get to the main event. How many minutes are we into this podcast? <laughs> Pokemon. Let's go. It's Pokemon, everybody. It's freaking. You know, it's the game. 
What do we think? It's the freaking weekend. Well, Let's go. How much do we think this game sucks? You know, Game Freak <laughs> lied, so on and so forth. Let's just rip it a new one. You know what I mean? Game's garbage, hmm. right? All right. I'll, 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 I'll rip a new one for this. <laughs> Can we just all agree that the tutorial absolutely sucks? The tutorial does suck, but I think it's overblown a little bit. I'm, um, I'm with you. I think it sucks, but it sucks less than other tutorials have. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, eh, yeah, like it's not as I don't dislike it as much as like the what hour long movie I had to play through before sun and moon. Let me do anything, <laughs> you know, <Yeah. laughs> that's that is true. Yeah. Uh, it, the thing that got me and I, I said this on stream uh, as well is they repeat themselves so much yeah. throughout. Yes. Like, you know, they, they, they send you out right at the beginning, you know, you have the three starter Pokemon there and they teach you how to catch that. And you're like, sweet, I've got the hang of this. Hold on. And then they see you brought up the starter Pokemon thing. I have beef. I have beef with the starter Pokemon thing. I'm so pissed. I'm still mad to this day. And freaking whatever his name is, the tree man, the professor dude. Those are my Pokemon. Rightfully. I called all three of them. They're (laughs) mine. That is true. What's up with that? that? I did have that thought where it's like, oh, you can pick one of these. I was like, I don't know, man. Like, you lost them. I went and caught them for you. Yeah, I feel like, like you he, wouldn't have these Pokemon anymore. I did them. the hard work. Literally, the implication is, unless their Pokeballs just suck and are less advanced, which is a real possibility, that they were never his Pokemon. He just was like, ah, you know, like, they stay with me. <laughs> like, I don't know how to catch them in Pokeballs. I would miss if I threw a Pokeball, but they're here, so they're technically mine. But I threw the Pokeball, and it's mine. And so I just, I, I feel like my attitude too, right, is, okay, you're this Pokemon professor. You're trying to, to further your study. You're useless in the field. Facts. So you've needed to employ two children to help you out. Don't you want to further our success, our chance of success, like as much as you, because yeah, like, stack think the back as much as you can. <laughs> and I, I can't, yeah. I can't think of, um, of her name, but the, the like rival, you know, oh, Dawn's ancestor is it Akari? Oh, Akari, like Akari, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, Akari. I think yeah, that's Akari. right. It's Akari. It's Akari. Yeah. Um, but like, she doesn't get one of them. Like, you're yeah. just holding on to both of yeah. these. They're sitting in the they're laboratory. Just, yeah, they're literally sitting yeah, in the lab. It's like yeah. I, I, we we're literally limiting what we could be learning about these two Pokemon and their line of evolution by them just sitting, chilling out with you. It's like, I know you want a pet. Why don't you take one of my 40 Bidoof? Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Only 40 pig? Only 40? I released a lot of them. (laughs) I never released a Pokemon. But to be fair, I I mean, Mega Man, continue with your gripes about the tutorial. I I wanted to meme on that for a second. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Uh, The the thing that I guess made me a little bit angry throughout the tutorial was the the, the amount of repetitiveness that Mm -hmm. it keeps telling you. So like I said, you know, you go catch the starters. That's fine. That's like kind of like your first foray into actually catching the Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And then they send you out there for your trial after telling you that if you don't pass the trial, that they're going to leave you to die. You so, will you die. Know, yeah, you know, about po- 15. That's old enough to die. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's po- Pokemon's taking a drastic turn. <laughs> um, they say die they t- a lot in this game. I they, do say they really do. They talk do about that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> but like yeah. every character is like, oh man, I feel like I'm on the just a breath away from <laughs> death every day out here. <laughs> You see Bidoof, um, they're terrifying. You might Yeah, man. They're not cute in this game. Dude. I love that, that mission where they're just chewing on things in the town and everyone's like, what do we do? <laughs> like, 
I just love how absolutely hapless everyone is and that yes. you have like a superpower because you're not afraid of yeah, dogs. Exactly. That's like, literally <laughs> your only fear is that you're not scared of the Pokemon. Like it's just it's like if everybody was the one person that you bring to your house that's scared of your pet. And it's like if everybody was yeah. that and you're just the person that has the pet. It's like, yo, and like, you're you're Caesar yo, Milan, the dog whisperer. Right? Like just leave it alone. It, it's it's fine. It's in the toilet. It's contained. <laughs> it's not going to hurt you. It's fine. Facts. Facts. <laughs> um, and then they send you out into the wild. And then, you know, Akari kind of tells you, all right, this is the long grass. This is how you crouch. You know, the, the Pokemon are going to do this. That's all fine. Mm-hmm. But it's when you pass the trial and you still have to carry on your tutorial, they just don't go like, right, here's how you dodge roll and away you go. Mm-hmm. It's like she just keeps interrupting you as you try and try to explore. And it's pretty much not until you get your first star, really, that they actually go, right, explore. Right. Yeah, and that's the thing that's frustrating is like it feels like the tutorial hits a natural endpoint where you're like, all right, cool. Like I've I've got the basics down and mm-hmm. then they're still teaching me things that I've already figured mm-hmm. out, you know, and it's like, OK, right. I I really wish um, I think it was what was it black and white? There's one of them where it kind of has like that question where it's like, hey, like how much do you know about Pokemon? Like how much do we need to tell you? And it might have been black and white. It might have been like black and white too. Honestly, one of them oh, has like yeah, something like, like that, and and it was it was an idea that they never really seemed to come back to. And mm-hmm. I, I really wish that we had that option where it's like we could just be like, yeah, no, cool, I I got it, you know, like let me go from here, you know, because yeah. again, right, I know that this is a game that they want to be accessible to everybody. So like you know, a younger player, a more inexperienced player might need that reminder two or three times. Whereas mm-hmm. like you know. I, as soon as I get my hands on any game, the first thing I do is press every button. It's like, right. what does this do? What does this do? What does See, this do? All that's right. the thing, though. It's 100% like, what I did for, when I landed on that beach. For me, yeah, you just download. You're like, what's what? What? What are my tools to explore this world? All exactly. right, let's go. My <laughs> one major hangout hang up with the tutorial, because me personally, I'm not super mad at the tutorial, even the fact that they that it's pretty repetitive because I get it. I get that they're like, yeah. OK, most of our audience generally even with regular pokemon games that our core fans inherently understand from top to bottom are new players like it's a revolving door ip like most people that are playing a pokemon game is their first pokemon game um this is twofold because even people that it's not their first pokemon game it's their first time with this type of pokemon game um and like there's people like us that's like it's not just pokemon and like we also play other open world games and all those so it's like it's easier to like get on board and it's like oh well this is sort of like in this game or like aiming i play shooters you know like that sort of stuff it's Mm -hmm. like you're able to connect dots faster but watching like my niece play a video game is like oh yeah she needs to be reminded a lot so i get it um but yeah 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 and like so I do think that they got to do a better job at stuff that they teased a little bit in Sword and Shield, where it's like, if you just so happen to catch a Pokemon before you're taught how to catch a Pokemon, they're like, oh, you know how to catch a Pokemon. And they don't teach you how to catch a Pokemon. That should be done in everything. Also, um, I was going to bring it up, but the dodge roll thing, the fact that you can't dodge roll until you're told explicitly how to dodge roll is stupid. Like they should just let me have that button and I press every button when I pick up the mm-hmm. controller and I'm like, oh, okay, that's how I roll. I don't need Dawn to, or, or uh, freaking Akari <laughs> to, to show me, oh, you can roll. That's sick, dude. Like, you know how to roll. 
That doesn't even teach me how to do it. <laughs> I still had the press buttons. <laughs> like, it, it would be great if it would just be like, to your point, like if you did something on your own, that it would just have the that little kind of box that pops yeah, up like when, when you I'm pressing buttons in front of the professor. He's like, oh, shoot, you know how to dodge roll. All right. Well, I guess I got to tell uh, Corey that you already know how to do that. <laughs> so like, yeah, like just kind of like allow allow some of the tutorialization to be like a little bit more quiet so mm-hmm. that if I don't need to engage with it, I can just keep rolling. But if I right. do like, let me push a button and have that screen pop up and read through everything at my pace, you know, yeah. it's it like a very a, simple, it should thing. be like a hands off sort of opt out thing, because I hear a lot of people being like, Pokemon needs a difficulty setting and stuff like that. And it's like, I think that from the very beginning, they knew that. And I'm talking like red and green, very beginning. They knew that, but they didn't want like, uh, are you a boy or a girl? Also, is it do you want to be a wimpy baby or are you a hardcore gamer? You know, <laughs> like they're the way that they did that is like, do you want to breeze through the game? Pick Bulbasaur, you know, you want it to be hard, pick, you know, Charmander or whatever, right? Um, that was their difficulty setting. And then they just maintain that. There's ways for them to keep that like difficulty like behind the scenes and like a, a, a thing that you only really pick up on if you're like a gamer or somebody that thinks about design. Um, in games, but they didn't really like lift a finger to do that here, um, which is unfort. But hopefully, eventually, they get to that point. I guess for the first game in, I guess, a Legends series, if if they're actually going to make it a series, I feel um, like this might. I feel them, like them, best case scenario, honestly, and I I feel like this is what they're leaning to um, historically with Let's Go. It's probably not going to be like a whole series, you know, because like the first Let's Go came out uh, first. Yeah. First Let's Go games came out or whatever. And everybody was like, all right, this is another like bi-yearly thing or whatever. Yeah. Right. That's going to be another mm-hmm. series. And then they just rolled in a lot of those teachings into other games instead. I feel like that might be what happens here is they take stuff I- from Arceus and just roll it into mainline games. I could. I think that is definitely true, but I could also see them continuing to make. I wouldn't be surprised if there was potentially a split where there's like there are single player Pokemon experiences and then there are the traditional experiences which are made to build towards a end game that is focused on multiplayer. Mm. Um, Because I think that those are like two ideas that and they don't have to be separate because like I mean, and we can talk about, you know, some of those the mechanical changes to the the battle system. Mm. Um, I wouldn't mind if a lot of these changes and innovations did come over to the mainline series, but I could see them wanting to allow the divergence because there's a lot of like mini games and little ideas and things in this game that feel like this is a thing they want to provide you in an open world Mm -hmm. that is oriented around single player and exploration versus, you know, what we've traditionally gotten. And I don't know, it could just be that this is the future of Pokemon and, I, you know, I don't think that's a bad thing necessarily, but um, I don't know. I also feel like there's kind of always been two skews of Pokemon and we always were getting like, here's the new generation. Here's the remakes. Right. And mm. I feel like they're going to want to maintain that rhythm to some degree, right. whether or not it's single player, multiplayer, new remake, regular games, spinoff games that explore new random things that then get rolled into the main games like Mm. I think all of those things make sense. So for me, the main reason why I think that they're going to like opt for consolidation over that is they are starting to understand. It's like, oh, people are like 
so and even if it's not the majority because i don't think it is the majority it's just the loudest people people are so like upset all the time about like the the game's graphics and stuff like that right so like there's so much about games even like this that are supposed to be like relatively smaller experiences like they didn't make this game thinking that you're just going to dump a thousand hours into it with competitive team building and battling and all the other stuff right like this is probably a game that they're like ah, the average person might dump a hundred hours into this um that they're not they can't dedicate all 300 game freaking plays to this game right but if it was just one game they could throw the kitchen sink at it and since they do still have like the remakes going with like brilliant diamond shining pearl and even that they outsourced something tells me mm-hmm. they might just double down on like one everything in the kitchen sink experience that has the big single player experience new mechanics, i.e. Arceus and all that stuff, and then also the multiplayer component. Yeah, and I mean, I think there's a lot of ways that that could take shape. Like, Mm. you know, you could fully have a game that's just oriented around the multiplayer and have, like, you know, a um, almost like Pokemon Showdown style, like games as a service thing that is permanent. Pokemon Home, just, Pokemon Home could definitely be that. Right. Yeah. Like that could sure. evolve into something like that. Or, you know, maybe we bring back something like, you know, people have talked about like, you know, maybe Pokemon bring back like the stadium branding yeah. or something mm-hmm. like that, you know, and you make a game that is oriented just around competitive play and like there's a bank kind of system and you don't necessarily have to have Pokemon that you've trained yourself, but if you did play whatever the latest single player experience was and built out your teams and went through the trouble of shiny hunting and or IV or breeding or EV training mm-hmm. that you get that benefit by transferring those Pokemon over to the multiplayer competitive experience. Right. Um, I don't think that's outside the realm of possibility. It feels like it's a move that's like, it's too modern for Pokemon. It feels like it feels like it's too smart. It makes too much sense. But <clears throat> I think that you look at this game and this game represents a willingness to shake things up that yeah. they have literally never shown before. Right. right? Like the biggest shakeups we've gotten in the past pale in comparison to the ways in which they committed to changing the formula this time right. around, which I think is, is really, really promising, right? Like yeah. this game might not be the, that breath of the wild it's moment, yeah, but it's definitely not. It's, definitely it's not. not. Yeah. But it's the closest we've been by, I would say, you know, miles yeah right, right. and exactly. the yeah. long-term promise of the learnings of this game i think are the probably the most exciting thing about it you know mm-hmm. it is like we're getting closer and closer to pokemon being what i think we all know that it could and at this point probably should be yeah so for me the main reason that i feel so much like faith in the fact that they are moving in a more modern direction is like look at the past few projects that they've done excluding brilliant diamond china pro which was outsourced which i think is also promising first we got go it's like this is this entirely different thing it is nothing like the mainline pokemon games that you have ever played blah 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 blah. then we had sun and moon which also was like "Ah, it's, it's similar it's similar but there's a lot of stuff that's different about this game then we had sword and shield that tried to implement teachings that they've learned from both of those things. And now we have Arceus, which implements a lot of different, oh, even before that, even before Sword and Shield, Let's Go, which implemented a lot of stuff that Sword and Shield learned from. And then we take stuff from Sword and Shield, Go, 
let's go and put all of that into Arceus. It's going in a straightforward trajectory. Whereas before, even from game to game, they would introduce something, something even as simple as like, you can clean your badges in Diamond and Pearl. And then in uh, her gold, soul, silver, that's not in the game anymore. You know, they didn't really do that this time around. It's like if something new was introduced, they kept it and they implemented on it. And, and in a lot of cases, iterated, right? Yeah. Like the whole like ride Pokemon thing, right? right. Like, <clears throat> you know, uh, that is one of the things I think I'm the most impressed about is, you know, how <laughs> how well that just like, quote unquote, it's just super works. smooth. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. You know, like it's it's it never is intrusive. There's you, like you're so much less bogged down with like loading or not even loading screens, but like pause. Cut, menus, yeah, like cut scenes know? and stuff like that. Yeah, it's like in, in uh, Sun and Moon where it's like, I got to call in my Charizard and it does the whole thing of him like flying into you or whatever. Um, And this game is just literally Braveyard just pops up, you know? Like, yeah, you press a button and you're moving. Yeah, you know, and, and, and you can switch between them in like two seconds, you mm -hmm. know, things like that. Like those are things that, you know, <laughs> I think, unfortunately, you know, because we historically grade Pokemon on a bit of a curve, these are things that were like, wow, like they nailed these things and like they should, you know, so I don't want to. I mean, you I, know, I want to push back on the on the grade them on a curve thing, because it's like we don't grade them on a curve like we I feel like people want to grade them unfairly, honestly, because they go mm. from making 240p handheld games. And that's what people have wanted from them for 25 years. And then all of a sudden they're expected to make 1080p yeah. 60 frames per second HD experiences and, like they're and, going through a trajectory that every developer had to go through at one point or another if they existed in that space for as long as Pokemon did. They and, and you're right about that. I, I don't I don't disagree. Like, and I, you know, I'm, I'm happy to give them um, a certain amount of rope when mm. it comes to that kind of stuff, you know. But I also think that. To push back on that, mm. there's also the argument to be made that, like, when you look at, you know, other studios that have the legacy and the number of like, you know, hits that Game Freak has, right? Like every Pokemon game is a bestseller. Right. Um, they have budget and the idea that they couldn't when they were like hey you know we are making the jump from you know uh sprite base to 3d and then going from you know 3d on the 3ds to like true proper hd development right knowing that that was that was a skill set that they didn't have there and like they needed to cultivate that talent right like mm -hmm. you know where was the effort to headhunt somebody who has that skill and who like you know like is capable of delivering the the level of quality that I think you expect from you know a triple A game that costs sixty dollars on on Switch, right? Mm -hmm. You know, I think to compare, um, you know, like this is anecdotal, right? But like um, I was talking about how while I was playing the game, I was sitting next to my fiance, and when I got to one of the like kind of vistas, I remember the, one of the first things she said, she was like, "Ooh, she's like the textures aren't really great, huh? Like the grass doesn't look very good, and like oh, the yeah. trees look a little bit like." thin oh, no, you know trees, it's like trees, there's all those sir. things right and it's like you know do i do i as a person who's loving the gameplay loop of this game who like has not been able to put it down are those things taking me out of the experience no you know like are, are those bad enough problems that they discredit the you know innovation and the things about this game that are really good and novel and fun and creative no not at all mm. but i also think that as you know fans who you know i i 
let's be frank, right? In the last four months or whatever, I've spent a hundred and you know plus dollars on Pokemon games, mm-hmm. right? It's not unreasonable for me to be like, okay, I was uh, Sword and Shield. I was like, all right, yeah, the trees. It's the first at bat. Hey, this is the second one that you've had now on Switch. Right. Where, where is that? Right, different, where they made it different leap forward, right? And that's and that's true, right? Yeah. But but with a, a a company with the amount of legacy and resources that Game Freak has, I, you can't tell me that there's not an environmental artist who hasn't grown up loving Pokemon who isn't mm-hmm. like. God, if only they'd let me make the trees like, mm. you know, and, and I want to see I want to see that investment in polish because right. I entirely agree with you. I, d- I do want to say that much. But for me, it's just like th- it's like so much of it is also a cultural thing. We don't know how that money is like divvied up because Game Freak mm. is essentially like in the in the world of Pokemon, like they're a hired hand more often than not. It's like Pokemon <laughs> company sure. controls everything and Game Freak makes the games and they're given a budget at the end of the day. Like Pokemon company needs to see that value and see that like, oh, Pokemon can be more than 20% of our revenue. Let's invest more. And I yeah. think that we're getting closer to the point where they are going to be able to see that. Also, it's worth noting that this is a Japanese company. Look at Nintendo. Look at how and like a primarily like run Japanese company, unlike a company like Sony, that a lot of their business. They moved all their headquarters to America. Yeah, like they're because most of their audience is and like by a large margin is Western. Like Nintendo literally owns Japan. So they're still like so much like invested in in the Japanese market that they cater to them more often than other companies that people but I mean like look at how much this game takes inspiration from something like Monster Hunter mm-hmm. right and like Monster Hunter I would I would you know there are Monster Hunter games that are like wow this is like a groundbreaking graphical achievement but most often Monster Hunter World that's it right right <laughs> yeah. right and but most often it's not it's, right. it's that they have great style right right it's like Pokemon yeah. doesn't need to be you know uh, Pokemon, this game should have looked like the promotional material for this game like the, the those like painterly like like the opening of the game right the, the game art this yeah. game should have looked like that yeah and that's accomplished with like shaders like it would like, take them more time but if if this game looked more like uh fire emblem three houses mm. i think that would be that should be the goal right because mm. that's a game that is still it's very stylized it's like the 3d anime models like it's not this crazy graphical you know showcase it doesn't I need to it be just needs, it needs to be dragon ball fighters like look at dragon ball fighters without shaders and it looks like pokemon now they just need better shaders <laughs> like that's the long that's, that's, that's a good point actually because i mean e- even looking at the game on switch it, it, and, and if you're looking at how the switch runs from obviously docked versus handheld they obviously need to make sure that it looks good both docked and handheld mm. even though yeah. docked upscales it a little bit and you look at that game as a prime example and the quality of that game, whether you take it from handheld onto docked, it looks the same. It looks mm. great. Right. And if Pokemon could do that and make the characters look like that, then um, yeah, it, it, it certainly makes it a thought. But I think you're also right. That people, uh, when you play the game and you look around, you go, oh, yeah, some of, the, some of the textures don't look that great. But at the same time, I'm so invested around looking at the Pokemon that, that are around, what I'm trying to do, I'm invested in the story. I couldn't care too, 
I yes. care less that the, 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 the mm. grass looked terrible. I can like I'm looking at the trees that have berries on them. But I don't mm-hmm. see a tree with berries on it. I'm like, oh, that's just a normal tree. And I don't pay attention. Right. Exactly. Right. That's I'm the most that I'm paying attention what. to the tree. Yeah. And yeah. to your point, the Pokemon themselves are great, right? Mm-hmm. Like the yeah. I think the 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 model work here is really strong. There are a lot of new animations, which is something that obviously people have had all Complain kinds of comments about, exactly. about in the past. Which I think is 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 uh definitely like people should applaud them on that. Like they're taking yeah. criticism in stride and they're working mm-hmm. on it for sure. And like uh, seeing the Pokemon actually exhibit behavior mm-hmm. and like having like a- AI patterns that like are predictable, but not um, like static mm-hmm. is something that I'm really appreciating. Like the first time that I encountered a Pokemon that's active during the day and I found it at the evening and it was asleep and I was like, oh, wow, right. like that's that's actually, you know, yeah. I'm looking at three, four different unique um kind of like animation cycles between yeah right exactly um and that shows that you know again right like reducing the decks and you know and some of those things like it's it's let them focus a little bit more Mm -hmm. and and again like how many games even from the biggest studios in the world how many games really have a thousand unique like distinct models yeah like there's everyone goes back to breath of the wall but has 22 characters in it exactly baby exactly (laughs) right you go you go everyone goes back to that um that argument well breath of the wild did it and all looks good it's like they've virtually reskinned those characters all over the place Mm-hmm. It's, it's the same what do you say and that's the case with assassin's creed that's the case with yep. call of duty that's the case yep. with grand theft auto like so yep. many of these games are literally just like yeah just swap out the model you know maybe we'll map on a, a, a like a bump map for for uh, a face that we took a picture of you know like that sort of thing but it's not like hand modeled distinct characters that mm-hmm. all have their own unique animations a thousand <laughs> it's like that's crazy even yeah, 300 lot. is crazy. <laughs> it's a lot. Um, I, um, but, I, I, I wrote down that the game's not perfect, but it's a great step forward. For sure. For sure. Yeah. That's, and that's a lot of the stuff that I've noticed. Like playing through the game, I'm like, oh, man, these are very good steps, but they're not there yet. Like yeah. one of the first things that I noticed uh, with like the ever-present comparison the breath of the wild right there's a lot of times where i'm like can i do this and the answer is no the answer is yeah. almost never no in breath of the wild but right. like there there was like this uh thing that i kept like bringing it up when people ask me about the game in like twitch chat and stuff like that right i'm like this sums up how i feel about the game i'll throw out my pokeball with the pokemon in it i'll throw a berry at them and they do nothing and i'm like why it's like why can i not heal my pokemon like that by being like here's my pokemon here's a berry eat the berry that's like in breath of the wild they would have ate that berry (laughs) right and i spent so much time like i didn't even know how to heal my pokemon for probably the first like half hour or more that i was playing the game somebody in chat trev had to tell me like oh you go into this menu by pressing up and then you press r on the thing and i'm like okay that's how i heal my pokemon but like why can't I just pick it on the on the weapon wheel and spray the Pokemon that I just chose out the Pokeball? <laughs> ben, ben made a good point. So, Cyberpunk has a million different models. You just can't meet them or you'll break the game. Even <laughs> that game, it's like there's different models, but they're like modified from the same base, you know? Mm. But I just found that funny. Yeah, the game still works. True. Game, game, <laughs> game's gorgeous. Visually, looks great. 
sucks though. <laughs> it's, like, it's, it's a literally broken game. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, I went into this game and, I, and people were asking me before the game came out around what my expectation was. And I said to them, I said that I don't expect this game to be what everyone is expecting it to be, that it's the breath of the wild, it's the well-polished game. I was expecting good story, which it has so far. A uh, lot of dialogue, but a lot of it's really good lore. And I'm, me personally, I so love much Pokemon dialogue. lore. There's I so much dialogue. So much dialogue. But it's, there, it's, there, for me, it's interesting. I, 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 I want to build on that real quick. Um, I agree. There is a lot of dialogue, but I also think it's less than there was, or at least it feels like there's less than there was in Sun and Moon, which was like egregious. And yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a lot better. Like the, I the think, dialogue. I think is, that's what it is. Like I just did the Nuzlocke <laughs> for Sword and Shield. There's yeah. not that much dialogue in Sword and Shield. It just, none of it feels like it matters. Like I don't care about yeah. this. But you care about everything in this game because so mm-hmm. much of it is right. new and stuff like that. So it's like you're reading through it and it's like, it's a lot of dialogue. Like I think that's also part of why like the tutorial for so many people feels so long because they intertwine so much of the lore and the dialogue that yeah. doesn't have anything to do with the tutorial with the tutorial. Mm-hmm. So it feels like it takes hours, but most of that is them like lore dumping on you, you know, <laughs> like, but, you know, in general, like, I agree, like, I'm interested in the lore. I'm interested in the story and like what's going on. There are a lot of questions that have been raised that don't feel like they have obvious answers. And I appreciate that. The fact that like I'm asking myself questions about, oh, what does this mean? And like, mm-hmm. what what is the implication of this beat of the story that I've experienced rather than like, oh, yeah. Oh, there's this legend about these two uh, Pokemon. Bet yeah, I'm going to find and catch them. Okay. Yep. yep, yep. That is the story. Yep. Right. Okay. Yeah. Like, exactly. and it, it feels so much less predictable. And the dialogue, you know, I think in general is, is better and snappier. Like it doesn't feel as a lot of, of Pokemon dialogue, especially in the last couple generations has felt very stiff. Mm-hmm. And like, it was still kind of like that Game Boy era where everybody has one line of dialogue and it's like, weirdly stilted a lot of the time whereas like you know they're all every character in in your home base village has a unique name right and mm. they all have minor storylines that are playing out where like you know there, there's a quest where someone might ask you for a pokemon and then you come back you know two missions later and that pokemon's evolved right okay. and like they're having oh you know you can see that their relationship has changed you know or like you Which, that's something that i do want to come back to but while we're yeah. on this topic i do want to just so we're not like we're not being redundant when we get to q a sure okay. sure Parker, who's that? I don't never heard of him. Uh, he asked, what is your opinion of dialogue in games? When is it done well or done poorly? Too little versus too much. I think that this game specifically does dialogue better than other Pokemon games, but yes. not great. <laughs> it's like it's right. It's yeah. definitely better, but it's not great. So I to answer that question broadly, mm-hmm. dialogue in games is a like when it's good, it's great. But mm-hmm. when it's not, it's painful. Right. And and that's the problem, you know, is like some of my favorite games, you know, like I, I am a huge, huge um, Bioware stand when it comes to like the Xbox 360 PS3 era of those games. Right. And mm-hmm. so much of those games is 
Here's an enemy closet and your reward for that enemy closet is a cutscene, and you get to make dialogue choices. And that's like the and then when you're done with your mission, I get to go talk to all my friends and like that's rewarding. That's a huge part of the reward of the loop. Whereas Mm -hmm. in this game and in a lot of other games, like even something like Breath of the Wild, talking with NPCs feels like a means to an end. Mm-hmm. Right. Like it's like it I'm also talking- feels like I'm eating my vegetables. Like I'm like, yes. I don't want to talk to you. I want to get to catching the Pokemon. Right. And throwing balls at trees. <laughs> like and like you only talk to people because you're like, well, if I talk to everybody, somebody's going to give me items. Somebody's mm-hmm. going to give right. me a quest. Exactly. And like the only reason you're interacting with the world in that capacity is because it it, it checks a box and lets you get something that you actually want. Whereas you think of a game like, you know, I like I just described those games, but like maybe a more analogous example is something like Persona or like Fire Emblem, Mm -hmm. where part of the gameplay and of the reward of the gameplay is social simulation. The reason why I cared about Fire Emblem Three Houses at all is because I cared about the characters. (laughs) Right, exactly. And like Pokemon could do that, right? Like Mm -hmm. Pokemon is already a universe that has characters that people care about, Right. right? Like they're capable of creating um npcs that have personality and that you actually you know want to interact with whereas like you know there's i was the- sad that my bolton died in my nuzlocke I hate Balton. I think a Pokemon sucks. <laughs> but <laughs> I was so sad when freaking outlet died before that connection AJ. it's the beauty of nuzlocks they so they, they just make you so affectionate to your pokemon and then when it's you true. kill them you just feel so bad it's true it's very unfortunate but you'll love you you'll always have them in your heart now you know like you made Damn. that connection rp outlet also rp carl he doesn't have anything to do with this <laughs> rp baby boy Let, that's true rp all the bev boys <laughs> and also bev girl rp her too <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah um but there's no reason that pokemon can't do that and i feel like they're getting closer because again right the fact that this game is actually interested in creating characters rather than just like here's a fisherman here's a mm-hmm. youngster here's a lass like right that's a step forward you know and i think if we got to the point where you know um we had or we continue to have smaller casts like this it'll be easier to, to do that mm-hmm. um but I, I want that, you know, like I want the yeah. I want to be able to remember the name of the rival, you know, mm-hmm. like we have I, I keep forgetting Dawn's ancestor's name. Yeah, because Akari, because yeah. <laughs> she is an incredibly flat character, right? Like she has fairness, no personality. Though, I remember Dawn's name. <laughs> that's true. Know? Like, I know her name. Um, and that's the thing, right? Like you think about like, I don't know, right? Like to me, the most iconic uh rival will always be blue because mm. blue like he had a catchphrase he hated your guts sure. like he was later. a character and you bounced off of that character right and mm. so many of the other rivals are like like the one in gen 2 is like just a like comically bad dude so it's like mm. he's got no depth and then oh, like but he has a tragic well, backstory t- 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 his dad died his dad but that's all subtext like that's all fan theory cool stuff like put that in the dialogue it's no fan theory it's confirmed off himself in the video game. I'm not. I'm and not saying that it's. True. You're right. You're right. I'm not saying that it's not true, but it's like that's not. It that's not present in the narrative yeah. in the way no. which something I mean, like th- Fire that's Emblem. Just, is, that's right? that's a Pokemon flaw. Like they have so yeah. much of that, and they kind of always have, but it's all lore. You know, like it's they all, like they're behind a curtain. Yeah, they're bad at incorporating lore into their story. You know. 
Um, and I mean, shoot, like the fact that this game talks about the fact that every Pokemon is able to shrink themselves down and that's why Pokeballs work. And mm -hmm. that's a thing that's been like canon since the beginning. It's in that, um, uh, just recently, did you know gaming had that translation of like that original Pokedex book that was written like during the red and green days. Mm. And it's like the earliest stuff. And so much of it is stuff that is absolutely not canon anymore. Mm. This that was there all the way back then. Right. How many regular Pokemon fans, if you pulled them out of a lineup, would have been able to tell you that that was a thing? And that's how Pokeballs work. Two, one, half. Half of a Pokemon. I didn't. I didn't know that until I watched that <laughs> video like a year ago or whatever. That. Right? Like, I, didn't know that either. I was always like, "Oh yeah, it's it's technology. It shrinks them down." Yeah, like okay. It's it's more clear in the manga though, because yeah, like in the yeah, manga, absolutely. it's like they're literally just you can see through the Pokeball and they're just small in the Pokeball chilling. Yeah, <laughs> I guess you're right. I guess I, maybe I did know that and forgot it because I read uh, Electric Tales of Pikachu when I was like seven or whatever. <laughs> I um, I watched a fan fan theory video. Um, I think it might have been from Birdkeeper Toby saying that a lot of the energy that's in Pokeballs it has to do with like life energy or um, what's the what's the what's the whole story in um Kalos about like uh, energy, something like that. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I know what you're talking about. Um, and yeah. that that was the power that actually was able to take Pokemon in and out of the Pokeball. Mm. And now I've just gone, well, that was completely wrong. <laughs> but the thing is, like, it also, it was, it was good. Theory, it also though. could not be wrong because this is like mm. early days. They literally just invented Pokeballs and they're like, oh, they work sure. when they go in the Pokeball. I guess they're just able to shrink themselves. Pokemon's also a multiverse, mm. right? Like that's yeah. a canon oh, thing. Yeah, so yeah. it's like There's that's like the other way that you can. <laughs> like, that's why. That's why you can explain away everything. Yeah. Like your character is literally from the future, right? True. Well, your, and the whole storyline is about you being ripped from the from sky, the yeah, and exactly. literally in the first sentences of the game, Arceus is actually telling you that you are from. Yo, the having God on speed dial is wild. That's crazy yeah. that you got God on speed dial. Oh, no, I'll tell you what, that's one of the most, enough. that's one of the all things I have, the, I've had the most trouble like believing is the whole like when he just pulls out the phone and, and everyone's like, oh, what an interesting looking map. Nobody's no. reacting to the fact that you no. have this extremely <laughs> high tech piece of you see, that's the thing. That's it's the so hang, that's a hang up I have on the opposite end with people whenever they complain about the phone. They're like, oh, the phone's working in the freaking <laughs> like. Uh, feudal Japan era or whatever. It's like you talk to God. <laughs> like, I know. I, I, I am already. I buy the phone thing. I don't have the critique of oh, how does it work? It's like uh, God superpower charged it. But that's what it's I'm saying. Charged like, forever. Also, they like the there are characters in this game that have seen probably not actually the God that we know is God. Like it's probably some other Pokemon. Like you know, it's the Diamond and Pearl clans. They probably think yeah. God is. Palkia and Dialga, respectively. Spoilers. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's in the I'm game. They promoted it. <laughs> it's in all the trailers. Um, but yeah, no, like they have seen God themselves. They have seen God. So like them seeing a phone is like, whatever. <laughs> like, it's, all God. it's just funny because they're like, <laughs> oh, that must be something that those uh, those galaxy folks invented. Huh? And I'm like, excuse me, the galaxy team was useless before I showed up. All right. They're like, oh, uh, apparently people can hold up to six Pokemon, but we've never had someone skilled enough to do it. I'm just like, OK, all right. This 15 year old kid rolling up their sleeves to help all these grown adults. 
Yo, I've been doing that since the age of 10. What have you been doing? That's true. (laughs) True. Granted, that's par for the course. Really, the only game that doesn't treat you like you're 10 is Sword and Shield, and everybody hates it for that. Like, every other game is like, oh, you're a 10-year-old? Kill God, please. (laughs) Like, our our current champion, he can't do it. He's been a trainer for longer than you've been alive. He beat all of our strongest trainers in our region. He can't do that. But you, 10-year-old that got your Pokemon a week ago, kill God, please. <laughs> all the champions in every other game is completely useless except Alola because yeah. there literally was not a champion. Mm-hmm. Well, Alola <laughs> every other Galar. Every other generation Galar, of champions cause, useless. Because Leon's like, man, I got this. Go finish your little gym challenge. I'll take I'll out this. <laughs> at least, at least Lance is out there doing stuff. He's getting true, his hands true, dirty, true, true, right? True. Like he's out there, like Only liberating Pokemon and fighting criminal organizations. That is that's the Gen true. Two thing. Yeah. yeah. In Gen One, he just gets his clock cleaned by two children. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> back to back, right? Like that's a fact. He's yeah, had, he was, he he had that, that was his worst day. He, he loses, a, he he loses he to blue. His, his he loses a blue. He's like, can't be my worst day. You know, I only lost to I, I lost to a child, but like whatever. And then he loses to another child immediately. That was because that's worst. like the <laughs> first time you're like, hey, you know what? Young prodigy. It's the yeah, next right. generation. I can say I knew this kid when going to be great to watch his career. And then it's like the next kid that challenged two of them, you. though, <laughs> yeah, two of them, though. It's like rip, dude. The disrespect. It's a coincidence. Just gonna end this man's whole career. He's about to just go, and he's gonna have to go become Batman because he's in disgrace. <laughs> and he's just gonna punch kids. Like every time he sees a kid, he's just gonna, yeah, he's just gonna hyper beat them, man. <laughs> every kid who he ever interacts with, he's like any every youngster Joe. He's just hyper beaming those ratatats. Exactly. He's like, I can't it's let these over. kids get one up on me. That's a fact. That's a fact. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, back to back to this video game. Okay, other thoughts, other thoughts. We were we thinking about like the the gameplay loop of like the main am, goals. Like oh, I yeah. love the gameplay loop. I, I think that it. is the best thing about the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there there's so many things that are very slightly different mm-hmm. and every one of them I think is good. Yeah. I haven't encountered one change that to a core system that I haven't liked. Like mm-hmm. the fact that um, you can throw balls at multiple Pokemon that are on the field and then yeah. just keep running. And if you got them, you got them. And if you didn't, you didn't. Right. Like right. the fact that you can evolve Pokemon and teach them moves from a menu at your at own will. speed yeah, exactly. at will. Yep. And if you don't want to evolve a Pokemon for whatever reason, you don't have to you press wanna... B every level that you go up. Yeah. Incredible. Like those are just smart things. The fact um, and I'm borrowing this language from uh, Laura Kate Dale. Um, they compared the uh, the way that you kind of like pick your abilities to kind of like it's almost like a D&D character mm-hmm. like spell book. And it's yeah. like, oh, which ones do I want to use now? Like in right. this encounter? Mm-hmm. Um, that's brilliant. I love right. that innovation. We don't need a move tutor and a move relearner and a move deleter. And it's all one place and you can get those things. And if you have a move, you can shift them out as needed. Um, those are all amazing changes because again and i said this earlier you're never forced to just be in a menu you're never Mm -hmm. forced to be navigating through and like if you just want to keep catching pokemon battling and then hey i'm hitting a pause point and i want to like now go in and do all the spreadsheety stuff you can totally take it at that pace if that's what you want to do right and that encourages you to just keep going 
And I don't know about y'all. And I know, uh, Megan, you, you had expressed this, I think, off mic. I'm having that Breath of the Wild problem where I'm like, oh, right. This is where I'm supposed to go. Mm-hmm. But every time I run towards it, I see a thing I didn't do yet. Yeah. I see mm-hmm. a new Pokemon. I see, uh, you know, a resource that I want to farm. And I run off in the other direction and I play for like an hour and a half. And then I'm like, oh, no, I'm out of money and Pokeballs and stuff. Right. I can't go. I got to go back and start over. And like, yeah, it always starts I'm, like that. It's like, oh, man, I got I need more vibes. So I got to find more medicinal leaks or whatever. Right. And then it's yeah. like, oh, but there's a freaking like shinks over there i didn't get the last shinks pokedex entry and then luxury comes out of nowhere it's like oh i gotta battle that thing oh shoot it's a freaking uh what are the pokemon called the 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 strong angry versions of the pokemon oh the alpha uh, alpha yeah and alpha. it's an alpha pokemon it's level 50 oh shoot i gotta use my whole team now oh man i, I gotta got a ground type attack i gotta go back to the town i gotta get an earth type attack on my pokemon all right i came back they got earthquake but then i found snorlax instead but to get snorlax i gotta find oh shoot there's machoke right there i'm gonna catch him <laughs> like yep. yeah everything yep. loops in the wanting to do something else and that's so that's like the best way to do open world games in my opinion the the thing that um that got me distracted so um as pc said I'll, I'll, I'll off off the podcast i was saying that last night i just decided that i didn't want to do any story stuff i just wanted to literally see how how it was exploring the world and see if you could have that breath of the wild moment around just wandering around and and seeing if you can just get distracted so i was like right i'm gonna make a conscious effort just to do side quests and see how long it takes me to do some side quests and one of the things that um trev pointed out in the uh recording chat is distortions Mm. they are insane that's the like the, uh, the weird like shield looking like force yeah. field things in the yeah. world. Yeah. I so it took, a, it took a while to get started. And I think they only like they show up on your map really early, but I think they only come alive at nighttime. Mm-hmm. And so it transitioned from that like late afternoon to the evening. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, a Ursaring at level 35 and a Toxicroak at level 40 just beamed down and were there. And the next thing I know, I was just being attacked. And I was like, what, what is even going on? And those two just absolutely destroyed me. And I was down to um, my chimcha because I had just done a side quest and got a chimcha. And I was I like, need to find oh, that okay. side quest. What? Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> That's I'll, awesome. I'll come back to that. There's two side quests that are real interesting. I'll come back to them in a second. Um, and then... Once I got rid of the Ursaring and the Toxicroak, out of nowhere, two Licky Lickies, a Lickitung, a Sneasel, and a Snorlax or something just beamed right in front of me. And I was like, I gotta, I just gotta gotta get out of here. I gotta gotta book it. I can't, I can't be here right now. Yeah, it was, it was insane. And that's, that's the, um, but yeah, there's a, there's a side quest. Um, You actually talked about the side quest on stream, AJ, about the Will-O-Wisps. Oh, okay. oh! I As just Chimcha. got that. As Chimcha, I got oh, you. Got to find all of them. You got to find the nineteen. No, it's literally one, and it's Chimcha literally sitting in a tree. Oh, um, the the Will O Wisps is different than the thing that you're talking about, AJ. You're talking about the little purple things you got to collect. Yeah, 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 different yeah. So there's, the there's some like random one. villager. Yeah, and oh, then there's another random villager that's like a bright red Will O Wisps that's in the. Mm. Uh, in this particular area and yeah so that is chimcha so i have a monferno on my team 
moral of the story don't involve chimchar until you go back and show the lady because now you have to find another chimchar i'm a little bit uh, a little bit screwed there yeah, but the other side quest Yikes. that they get you to do is they literally get you to go find a shiny i just uh, found that one and, too i think where they were they, like oh they, it's this interesting they just make it appear. they just make it appear that's so awesome. you go to where that's all the sick. ponies are and then all of a sudden it, it just the shiny just pops up and if it mm. runs away you give it like 30 seconds, run back, run back. And it's there again. I wonder what the shiny rates are in this game also. Because like I I, I've, I, I was talking to high. Ian and Ian also found it. I don't know if he did that quest or not, but he found a shiny per ugly. And I know multiple people that have gotten shiny super. Obviously, the game just freaking came out <laughs> to like that have already found shinies. So I wonder like what influences shinies, like what the rates are like and stuff like that. I saw someone on Twitter literally say the first wormhole they saw was a shiny worm. That's wild. <laughs> what? Hopefully it evolves in beautified, not dust dogs, because dust. Dogs. And here's me played what 13 hours of the game and I still haven't yeah. encountered a shiny other yeah. than the, the the mission that told me to mm. go out and get a shiny right. pony. So. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting to see like how shiny hunting is gonna evolve since it's all overworld encounters. Like mm-hmm. that's it's pretty cool. let's go is like that. Yeah, right. Um, and that was like one of the cooler games to watch people shiny hunting because like that's such a sick moment. Like, oh, shoot, that shiny. It's there. It is there. It is <laughs> there. there. And it, it was like for so long, people were like uh, before overworld encounters actually were a thing in Pokemon. I was like, yo, they should do overworld encounters in Pokemon. And people were like, that would ruin shiny hunting. I'm like, are you stupid? Like, you're dumb. Like, you're big dumb, right? Because to me, in my head, it would be so sick to be on a vista somewhere and I'm like, yo, what the heck? There's a shiny freaking Wurmple down there? Like, there he what? is. Get him. <laughs> like, that's so much doper than sparkles. just randomly happening upon it in, in grass. Like, that's a hype moment because it's like, Oh, I didn't expect that thing, but it's not nearly as hype as seeing it beforehand. That in- anticipation of like, oh shoot, you get that initial burst, and then you have anticipation of like, I see that thing, I am going to get that thing. It's way more exciting. I am. And even even when you're like out in the overworld, this is this is the other thing that I was I was picking up on. Like you could have very overleveled Pokemon. But if you're trying to take on four at once and there's four of them attacking doesn't you. doesn't matter at all. Yeah. <laughs> it does not matter. You, your, your level 35 Dewat can go down to four level 20 Paris. I will yeah, say, like, you're like, I will say that's one thing that I don't like. Well, part of that I don't like. There's a lot of new systems in this game that there's something about the system that I'm like, Ah, you were almost there. You yes, were this yes. close to being yeah. there. And how they handle wild encounters is one of those things where it's like, I can throw out all six of my Pokemon at any other time. And I don't necessarily want to throw out six Pokemon to battle however many Pokemon they put, but at least let me throw out two, you know? Like, That's one thing I would like. Yeah, like it, it's kind of weird that there is an entire system built around having multi-battles, but you're like unable to throw a second Pokemon into the mix. Like, yeah. I would be totally fine if they limited it at it. Yeah, at just limited it too, because it's like, oh, the, the having two Pokemon is too much to to you know like to copy the trainer, right? <laughs> like, like you can't yeah, divide yeah, you your can, attention you between can, more than exactly, two Pokemon. Exactly. Um, I'd be cool with that. That'd be fine. I'm down with that. Um, but also, I, I did well, go go ahead. Pete. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I did want to build off Mega Man's point. I really love how. Um, the the level disparity is something that really like seemingly 
it doesn't matter as much as it used to. Mm-hmm. Like I, I found that a lot where even when I'm, you know, when I was in the first area, right. And I had like maybe a six to eight level lead on certain Pokemon, um, Wokos and, and things like that are like, just not as common. Like, and a mm-hmm. lot of the like first kind of moves that you get in every Pokemon game, um, I mean, moves in general, right? A lot of them have been changed pretty significantly. And like, it yeah, seems like though, like the, the powers are bumped. doesn't always put you to sleep sometimes. Well, I don't even think sleep exists. Sleep isn't even a thing I mean, anymore. Just it's just drowsiness yeah. now. And sometimes yeah, it, you don't it, move. And yeah. other times. it's like paralysis. Now, yeah, exactly. Which yeah. is weird, but um, I think it like weakens or no, it makes uh, moves do more damage to you. That's the additional thing. Oh, OK. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Uh-huh. Um. But yeah, but like like Stealth Rocks, I noticed was different where like it's like rather than spin. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. but it hits hard too. Yeah. So like it hits like a real move and then it's like a fire spin after effect, which mm-hmm. is nuts. Like that's so much more aggressive and it totally changes the way you would use that in a competitive sense. So like it's cool to see them kind of tear down some walls and rethink moves and rethink, you know, um, tear and not, it, that, tear all not that they've never down. done those things, but tear like literally see, all of it down. Oh, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's great to see. I mean, you know, I, I think the the one way in which this game does feel like Breath of the Wild to me is that thought process, right? Of like, when you think about what Breath of the Wild did and why it was special was that it was like, okay, how do we boil down Zelda, something that has gotten kind of bloated and has been kind of stuck in a rut and like boil it down to its core essentials, right? Like Mm -hmm. what are the things that make Zelda fun and how do we lean into that as much as possible? And I think this game learned that lesson and learned it well. It's just now a matter of literally whenever we talk about when um, by we, I mean like me and Parker specifically, because we make videos about that type of stuff a lot where it's like, yo, this game, it needs to have his breath of the wild moment. And when people hear stuff like that, they're like, not every game needs to be open world. I'm like, that's literally not what we're saying. That, that's not that's what's not, special about that. That's game. not what that means. It means what was the original vision for this game? If they had unlimited resources, what would they make Zelda into now? If Zelda didn't exist, but they had the same group of people that had the same lore ideas and characters and like the gameplay loop and all the other stuff, what would that game be now? And that's what the Breath of the Wild version of X game should be. And Pokemon, I think that like Arceus, it's 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 on the right path to that. I think that there's still Mm. a lot more that they can like double down on because like Breath of the Wild. I feel like Skyward Sword did a lot of that of like, all right, but how can we reimagine this to make it work with like the Wii and like all the other stuff and blah, blah, blah. But the conclusions that they came to weren't fully thought out enough breath of the wild is when they got to the point that it's like okay we're gonna like the snake's eating its tail like here's this mechanic yeah. we're completely reinventing it uh provided like what we're able to do with modern technology and all that other stuff and that's what it is they um, took half-baked ideas and figured out how to like implement them in a way that was more satisfying right like you think about the stamina wheel and i remember that being a thing like when they showed that at e3 everyone was like oh no like yeah this is gonna be terrible it was literally like- just a hindrance and in, yeah. in the game it was like it just it's just to provide challenge it's like arbitrary friction but in breath of the wild it's part of the gameplay loop it turns every like um traversal thing into a challenge it's like i could get up there if i'm smart about how i you know like budget my resources 
or I'll not get up there because I don't understand how to like, oh, okay, well, I can climb to that point. And that's a point of the the wall that I can like stand on, get my stamina back. I can try to bomb like myself up there. I can see if I can climb up that wall and glide to this wall and, and, and stuff like that. And if you can't do it, it presents a clear like you're like, but I will be able to. Yeah, exactly. And that's the carrot stick thing that like makes an open world game like that satisfying. And I think this game flirts with that. Like mm-hmm. it does it fairly well where you're like, right. I had that moment earlier today where there was I there was a level like a higher level um, cliffside that mm-hmm. I had seen. And I was like, oh, there's Pokemon I haven't seen up there and resources. I, I but I don't know how to get up there yet. And I ended up there at some point you know, along my journey. And I was like, oh, oh my God, I'm looking down on that place I was before. And I had that moment of like, okay, like I'm, I'm starting to understand the map better and where things are in relation to each other. And I'm having those aha moments. And like the game is encouraging me to, to explore because I keep going to different corners and finding a rare Pokemon that doesn't spawn very often and I can't get it to come back. So I'm encouraged Eevee. to come back and I haven't seen Eevee yet. But no, like I, I saw Munchlax and he ran away and, you know, Pain of my existence, man. I, I've I've only seen three EVs and one ran away, and I've caught two. I've got a Sylveon. Oh, what? Oh, I'm so jealous. Also, another thing that is like that in this game is the like the the size variance in this game. Oh, yeah. Whereas, like, yeah. uh, I don't know if you were still in the uh, in the stream when I was like trying to get a Baneri. Like, it was it was literally yes. an yeah. it was an yeah. anime episode. It was literally an anime episode of me trying to get a Baneri, and every time it runs away from me. And then I, the Baneri that I find is huge. It's this freaking giant Baneri. It is bigger <laughs> than like most of my other Pokemon. <laughs> like this Baneri is gigantic. Does that? It's- huge does that size stay consistent with yes. the model like yeah i haven't it, i haven't really tried yes. that out where like because like i i found a shinx that was an alpha shinx that was bigger than my character mm-hmm. and i was like oh will he will he be that big if i throw him out like, yes yes he is li- cool. and, it, and it like lists because this was something that i checked for earlier today because i like didn't even think to to look for that i was like does this pokemon like does it um like when I look at its stats or it is its height consistent it's with different. its actual height. It's yeah. different. This freaking Baneri is like five feet. <laughs> this is like the, the first time the I first, feel like that's ever really mattered. Yeah. One of the first side quests you do is literally catching a larger weasel. Mm-hmm. I c- still haven't found one. Same. I've caught Same. several you, that you are large. Two, but two for eight. Exactly. Yeah. And that's the, that's the other part about it that is so sick because when I first like um saw that like that quest thing even though like in hindsight pokemon company like directly i'm like um i don't Mega Man. i'm pretty sure you saw it when i tweeted out like there's different size freaking voltorbs like hello yeah. and there's the, it's not like a uh it's not like a um a ones and zero sort of situation of like this is big voltorb and this is medium voltorb and this is small voltorb there's like a gradient there it's like yeah, there's right. some that are two feet there's some that are two foot four you know like that sort of situation and that's i've, I've seen a two foot one weasel a two foot two weasel a two foot a four weasel this is i only know this because i've been looking yep. for the four, bigger the bre- yeah yeah Mega Man, <laughs> i've had i have caught every size from two to two seven Yet to catch the 2-8 yet. I'll get there one day. (laughs) Uh, But that actually takes me back to something I wanted to say earlier when we were talking about the loop, right? The Pokedex, I love the way they've changed the Pokedex. Turning that into like the main 
thing that mm. you do mm. is brilliant for a lot of reasons. Like story wise, I really like it because it was always kind of a weird thing where it's like, yeah, like Pokemon exist and everyone has them and they're like ubiquitous in our culture, but we need to make a Pokedex again. Like, why is right. that a thing? It obviously makes sense here. Everybody in the world is like interested in it and learning more with you. And like those things all feel good. But gameplay loop wise, having the whole like, oh, there's all of these different little side quests that you can do of like catch one, 10, 20 of them, you know, defeat them, defeat them with a move that they're they're weak against. Catch them at night, catch them off guard, see like, them using this move. Yeah, like yeah. all of those things I love for a few reasons, because a it helps with creating that satisfying loop, because mm. no matter where you go, you're like, oh, like I don't need to catch another Starly, but exactly. I'm here and there's right. three of them and I need to check this box yet. So I might as well do that. Mm. And I find myself right now because I still haven't decided on my sixth Pokemon in my in my main party. I don't um, even know more than one. I've caught multiple Pokemon, but the only Pokemon I'm like, this is going to be on my team is Typhlosion. <laughs> That's literally I, it. <laughs> I keep subbing people out, but I have a couple that have become kind of like my my squad right now. Um, like I'm, I'm I want to get a Goomy. Idea on how my squad's going to look. I want a Goomy. That's the other Pokemon that I know in the game that I want to get, but I have not found yet. I just saw that. Um, which it's the the kid, the child, the Cleavor. Yeah, he yeah. has a Goomy, and I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> I'm like that's not fair. Oh, yeah, I want a Goomy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, I love a Gujar. Because, yeah. like, I've got Quilava, Luxio, Buizel, Drifloon, and Stantler have been, like, the five that I've been using regularly. And then I've been just subbing out whatever the sixth slot is for a different Pokemon that I'm trying to evolve and fill out a dex page. That's been my like, whole team is filling out the deck. I've evolved, like, 10, 13 Wurmples <laughs> at this point or something because I wanted to fill out uh, all the Beautifly and Dustox lines. So, like, I like that it's easy. It, it's kind of like that death loop. Um, not death loop, uh, death door thing I said earlier, mm. where it's like, I like that every run, I feel like I'm achieving multiple things because I'm right. catching Pokemon and filling in the decks and I'm making money so that I can get more resources. The fact that you never have enough, you're like, you're always a little bit kind of broke. So mm -hmm. at least early yeah. game, yeah, I really like super hard to get money in this game, which is not a bad thing because there's like no trainers, right? Like you're one of like 10 000. people. Wow, you're, wow, you're sitting yeah, on a you're pile there, right now. How many Pokemon have you caught? <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. We got to do more, uh, more side quests, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I, I, I barely... have 63 Pokemon registered in the Pokedex. What the heck? Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, like, how many Pokemon have you caught? Like, because I like there's... Oh, 52. The most Pokemon that I've caught, like, I mean, the most, like, I don't know, like additional pokemon of uh, like species that yeah. i've caught is like maybe three you know like oh, I've, I've gone still, ham like I, I still haven't like i i haven't gotten to the point where i feel the need to be like oh there's a pokemon i'm going to catch that more often than not if i run into a pokemon i'm battling it unless it's like a bigger version or something like that but the only I've time i doing... found a bigger version was just the first one i found that first baneer and i was like oh shoot i'm i'm gonna get that <laughs> i've been kind of like catching like when i find a new pokemon i'm kind of catching as many oh, yeah. of them as i can I've, i only catch one so far <laughs> and like i, have. I like yeah, i said I, I i think i released like 10 bidoof mm, um yeah. because i um you know there's only eight boxes they're called pastures now do they not give um, you more 
like that. I don't know if they do, but I was halfway through it already, and I was like, I am less than ten hours into this game. I need to get up to the eighth posture. Oh my god! (laughs) Well, they might give you more when you have more uh, star levels. Yeah, when your rank goes up. Well, that's true. I'm star level four, Mm. and I still have eight. Uh, How are you only yeah, star I, level? I'm level three and I've caught like half as many Pokemon as you. I feel like because he hasn't made as much because pro- he hasn't made as much progress in the game. So he doesn't have like as sure. many areas and stuff like that. OK, yeah, I've, I've literally only wild. really just opened up the second area. Mm-hmm. OK, and I most of my which is ve- like, that's cool. That's cool. The, the fact that like there's that much like variance in our experience where it's like you're you're a higher level than me, too. I'm also level three. Um, but we're both farther in the story than you are. Yeah. (laughs) And like, I I love that. I feel, I felt conflicted when I unlocked a new area. I'm like, ah, there's so much stuff I haven't done in the first one though. Mm -hmm. Like, should I just go back? And I'm like, ah, I'll go back later. Cause I know that I'm going to keep unlocking, you know, like I haven't gotten, um, bravery yet. So like, I can't fly around. And I imagine once I have that, there'll be new areas I can access on that map. And uh, did you did you see my most recent tweet, Pete? By the way, no, no, no. What was it? Oh, you should have a look. I'm gonna pause. Oh, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, it's uh. It's, but it's also, you that... did you 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 dropped the ball. I don't think you were there. Were you there when I told Trev about what you could have did to catch it? No, you should have threw a feather ball at it. <gasps> I'll go back and find oh, it. No. I can, I'll see if I can go back to find yeah. it. So for the, for those of you who are not following me on Twitter, one, follow okay, me. Okay, okay, let's see. Um, and, and two, I... Oh, well, you, can, you can pull it up. You can do a screen share thing. And oh, they yeah. will see it on the video. Oh, right. my God. Wait, is that... <laughs> well, Pete can pull it up since he already has it. Yeah, <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Okay, hold on. All right, can I? Can I share? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'll yeah, let yeah. you share. Uh, so for those of you who are listening on the audio vision, I'll, I'll give you a rundown of, of, of what happened. So literally, um, I'm, I'm running around on my weird ear and um, all of a <laughs> oh sudden God. I notice something in the sky and it's literally a Gyarados flying around. <laughs> <laughs> like it's nowhere near the water. And that is insane. Fly. Yep. And so my tweet said, so I think they took the flying type but literally, it's literal. <laughs> it is literally it's literal. literally a, now yeah. a flying type Pokemon. It's it's great. Um, I have to leave in about fifteen minutes. So um, okay. The, any the, any like the last thoughts you gotta cram in? <laughs> like um, no, I I I like. I was gonna say about Pete's point around the Pokedex, like it, it gives you a very, very good reason to to go out and catch multiple. Um, when you release them as well, they give you um, what's the, it's called gravel, yeah. Uh, and the gravel obviously helps you EV train your Pokemon. Mm, so uh, this it's a different system, but yeah, yeah I still yeah, haven't even. I, 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 I consider it, it EV training. I yeah, think it's, it's the analog. Like, yeah, it's yeah, absolutely it's like the, the evolution AVs and let's go and yeah. that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and so it it not not only gives you a reason to uh, release the Pokemon, it also oh gives no, you Pete's video is gone. <laughs> Bye, Pete. Is audio gone as well? Oh, no, I can. Swear. I don't know. If, yeah. Um, so yeah, not only does it give you incentivizes you to catch a lot because you want to release a lot to they get more Definitely. gravel. There's also three different types of gravel that I've noticed so far as well, mm. and. Uh, it all takes into consideration how much 
gravel you've actually put into each each box so like if mm. for example i've been um like i i've chucked a couple in um uh, lux rays attached at because i was just like i'm just going to test out this and just see what see what it's like and play around with a few things um and then like i went out caught a lot like i said i pretty much hit my eighth pasture and i was like what happens if i release everything and i released everything and some guy walked up and was like here you go and i was like <laughs> sweet so oh only, you get gravel I, for releasing pokemon yes so not only is it like sweet i need to go out and catch more because i'm I'm helping with the Pokedex. I'm earning money. I'm doing side quests, um, which is why I've got a lot of money. And my bag is like, I don't know how much you can raise your capacity. How much have you spent so far? Like, what's the highest amount you've been allowed to spend? Uh, so the last bag upgrade I think was, did was about 5000 Okay. I think I'm like one behind you. And I, I've been thinking yeah. the same thing. I'm like, how are we not? How about yeah, how nice. I capped oh, you? Yeah. Like, I think yeah. I got up to like 3,000. And I was like, it has to cap me soon. I don't want to spend all my money. <laughs> like, but yeah. it's got to be soon, uh, right? And basically, every time I go back to the base, I spend half of my money uh, yeah. maxing out my bag mm-hmm. as much as I can. And then I'm like, okay, leave a couple grand. I've so been spending a lot of my money on revives because <laughs> I'm violent. Yeah, re- revives. <laughs> so, revives um, for anyone who's, who's new playing the game, revives a key. Get yeah. some and you, it seems like the co- I, I don't have as much money as Mega Man has this one percenter over here. Uh, but revives seem like they cost so much more, but they're literally the same amount. <laughs> like it's just because when you think about it, right? Like the primary way that you make by. money is is through Pokemon battles yeah. historically. And I, you know, I don't know about y'all, but I think I've battled what four people. Like I, yeah, I don't think I've battled really anybody outside of like the story uh, encounters, and I don't think they give you money. For when no. you beat them? No, they don't. No, yeah, they don't. That's true. So literally, the only way you get money is is by catching Pokemon. So the mm. like, like we talked about the gameplay loop. They've they've been real smart about it because you kind of start you you walk into the game you you, you kind of let loose out of the tutorial and you're like right the whole the whole aim of the game is to catch Pokemon and then you start thinking because I I started thinking this after a while why other than completing the Pokedex why go out and catch Pokemon? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't until um, I was off stream and I was playing and I was really focusing on the outside of the story, which is why I wanted to go outside of the story and, and have a bit of a play around, is you, the, the main reason to go catch Pokemon is fill out your decks, release them so you can get some gravel to, to build up your your main set of Pokemon, whether that's three, whether that's six, um, or whether that's just one. And then um, you get money. And then not only with, you can, you can buy moves with the money. You can, um, you can get wishes so that you yourself, the player character can take more hits. Um, I didn't even know about that. Damage. <laughs> yeah. So there's, there's a lady in the back right corner, pretty much. She's over by the and- move person yeah the one who yeah. does all the like she's like got a little shrine kind of in the corner and there's mm. like three yeah. different charms you can buy from her and one will like keep yeah. you from dropping items it's yeah and one of them i experienced uh, that the first time ever today i was very sad <laughs> i lost <laughs> all my revives it was so tragic i'm like go yeah. 
And then they were yep. like, some, they were talking about how people online can get your stuff. I'm like, yo, somebody get my stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I uh, like that feature, too. And the fact that like cool. you get points for that, that you can trade for like rare items like yep. evolution stones. And I don't know, you can, like, I have, buy like rare candies. I still haven't used any yep. rare candies yet. <laughs> Did you notice that one of the they also sell a bunch of the evolutionary items and they have a couple that are for the, the Porygon ones? And I'm mm. just like. How uh, would how does that make sense? <laughs> yeah, true, true. You can trade Pokemon in this game. No, a, but like, a... how does it make sense that Porygon exists? Like, because he's uh, yeah, that's he was uh, made yeah. by a computer <laughs> yeah. program. That is, that is a very good point. I didn't think but, about that. But I, I, my guess is he probably comes through uh, one the of the por- zones. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm. he's from the future, right? Um. So other other than that, like. As I, as I said right at the beginning, before I, my my final thoughts, before I leave you two to to finish off your thoughts and and go through Q and A, is is literally this game is no by means perfect, but it shows that the Pokemon Company and Game Freak have really listened to fans and gone kind of stripped it away and go right. How can we make the Pokemon experience a little bit different? Refresh it all. It's kept some of the mechanics that people like. And it's it's made it really fluid in the way that you battle, catch, collect items. You know, even though, like, there's so much time where I've just run along and I'm just throwing all my Pokemon in different directions, and then I'll throw some Pokeballs because, you know, you're hitting a tree over there or you see a a, a Paris and you're like, oh, I might need another one of those, so I'm just gonna throw it there. <laughs> I got Paris in my brain because I've been fighting a lot of them recently. Um, you don't say. And. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly for exactly. all your listeners that fighting a parish right now <laughs> um and i'm really excited to see what they do next and if they continue with the legends concept there is so much lore around other generations that they could easily touch on mm-hmm. um you know the the, th- the three dogs uh and johto um show me that pokemon the, war let's do yeah, it m-rated pokemon yeah, gen, gen <laughs> 6 literally pokemon war uh there um you know kiram needs has has big backstory and lore like literally eating people so if they're taking that kind of darkish turn they could probably go that they're going way to say death way more in that game than this game they're, they're gonna literally you're gonna walk in and kiram's there munching on a person <laughs> i've caught it here <laughs> Whoa, um, Pokemon's getting edgy. Yeah, but <laughs> it's all that the game, the, the people that made the game with the Pokemon with a gun, or the, like they don't exactly. literally have a gun, <laughs> but you shoot them with a gun. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So my my final thought is for anyone who's listening to this and wants a different take on a Pokemon experience and likes the open worldness, give it a go. Especially, it, I would it, say, it, especially it if you're worth tired the of the current formula. Like if you're 100%. tired of that, play this game. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't think it'll meet a hundred percent of your expectations if you fully drank the hype Kool-Aid, but I yeah, think no, if, you absolutely go, not. if you go in with reasonable expectations in terms of what is going to be good and what is going to be, you know, still um a work in progress. Think, yeah, right. Like one of those underbaked ideas. Um, I yeah, you'll have a good time. Yeah. Cause I think that that's like the the thing that's frustrating about like whenever a new Pokemon game comes out and there's this whole freaking 
discourse that's happening like and we got to deal with it because the, the thing that we chose to do you know like we make content <laughs> yeah. and all that stuff right yeah um it's like trying to strike this balance of like i am completely okay with criticism i literally that's most of what my contribution to the internet is criticizing literally pokemon i have hundreds of hours maybe thousands at this point, if we're talking about streams and podcasts and all that stuff of me criticizing Pokemon. But the problem is how people criticize things. It's like, they, they talk about it from this like authoritative, like I make, like you would think that they make video games. They run a business. They understand how like controlling a multi-billion dollar conglomerate (laughs) works. And it's like, yeah, you, you, you don't, you don't understand that. And there's reasons why this company is doing the things that they do. And I also understand that there's a lot of, uh, billion dollar, multi-billion dollar corporations that we do get to see more of the inner workings of them and they do work, um, and, and a way that is not kosher, (laughs) you know, like they're, they're not, they're not super cool. So a lot of people have the habit of like, assuming that it's like, oh, well, Pokemon makes all this money. So that means that they're probably hoarding this money and they're just rich for being rich. And all this. And it's like, no, nah, it's just a whole different, it's a cultural thing. It's, there's a lot of stuff that contributes to it. And it's not all like this malicious situation. Um, and that's the, the main thing that I usually want to underscore whenever I like talk to people about their criticism. Cause it's all like, it's all valid. I don't have a problem with anybody saying anything about like, Oh, I wish this was better, blah, blah, blah. It's just how like, like be constructive. Uh, yeah. Be constructive. Yeah. It's like, are you doing those things because you care about, are you, or I guess I should say, are you saying those things because you care about Pokemon and you want it to be a better product? because either you enjoy it or the people who enjoy it desert, you think they deserve better, whatever, right? Like there's a conversation to be had there, right? Like right. The, the game is not above critique, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. there's a real difference between saying those things um, and in the way that I think we have during this conversation with like a, but think of the possibility right. versus yeah. you wanting to be somebody who has game their 15, sucks game yeah, who has the their 15 same number seconds of pixels as the other game that i like on the other console made by other corporation game yeah. trash that's and like, it's like that's not that's not valid criticism no and, yeah. and i think i think a lot of those people i think it's pretty transparent what they're doing right like it's you're hate farming right like yeah. you're saying that so you can have your 15 seconds on twitter and mm-hmm. you know dunk on people and get quote tweeted by everybody in the industry being like look how dumb this person is mm-hmm. and then that person is like yes give me attention mm-hmm. you know like that's what it's about <laughs> you know like everyone right. wants to be famous on the internet let's be yeah and i i really don't think that i don't think that a lot of that criticism comes from a place that's um genuine mm-hmm. you know like uh, and, you know, I, I again, I don't think everybody's entitled to their opinion. Right. But like, mm-hmm. I don't know I, if the only way that you're interested in expressing it is hyperbolically. I can't help but feel like you're doing it for attention rather yeah. than to have a conversation about how a thing that you, you know, like or or want to like could be better. Right. right. Like there's a constructive way to do that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Anyway, on that note, I'll leave you to for the rest of the podcast. AJ, thank you for having me on. Great chat with you, man. I will I'll talk to you guys. Everybody follow Mega Man all things. Link in the description. Bye. 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 Now we can argue about Pokemon.
You're wrong. Let's go. <laughs> I can't believe we've been on the same page for like everything. It's like we haven't well, had our, same our, page our a lot, but it's, it's just like it's usually our things that we go back and forth on is what we kind of already went back and forth on. It's just like how yeah. much faith we have, because like you're more on the like skeptical side of like, I don't think they're going to do all that. And I'm more like I'm pretty I'm sold that they're going to do it. And I have been sold pretty much since Sword and Shield. It's so funny because like you're right, like we do agree on ev- most things. Like I think like we have a very similar uh, vision for where Pokemon should go. Mm-hmm. But I think it's always funny that there's at least one thing where we'll be like, oh, like we have to like argue about the minutia of yeah. like the- that's where <laughs> like, well, that's all of it. That's that's all the arguments. It's minutia. It's like it's not like we want the, like entirely different things. It's just like does this oh, happen in three years or five yeah, years? Exactly, like- exactly, exactly. That's what it is. Um, but yeah, I mean, outside, I mean, I'm sure that there's play more to talk about with this game that we haven't talked about. Is there anything that immediately comes to mind for you? We haven't talked uh, a ton about, I mean, we talked a little bit about some of the move stuffs, but how, how do you feel about the changes to the battle system with regard to the, you know, strong style, the agile style and how that affects turn order and all that stuff? Because that's something that, um, you know, I don't know if this is the first place it's been done, but the first place I remember experiencing that was in like Bravely Default. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. And I loved that that combat system. I thought it was one of the better turn-based systems I'd experienced that wasn't Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, so seeing that kind of brought in here, I'm really liking the way it adds strategy to, you know, like, you know, if you're fighting a weaker Pokemon, you know, you can hit them with the strong style and knock them out real quick, or you can sneak in that extra turn. Like, how, how's that landing for you? So for the most part, the only time that th- those styles come into play for me in terms of like it being like this useful thing of like, oh, I'm definitely going to use this is when I'm catching a Pokemon where mm-hmm. it's like, oh, I know if I do this move, it's like a super effective move. If I do the agile style, it'll do just enough damage to get them to the point <laughs> yes. where I can throw a Pokeball at them or the opposite side of that of like, this is like a low damage move and ter- like it's it's resisted. But if I do a strong style, you know, like that sort of situation, um, I think that is kind of overblown in terms of like the amount of depth that it adds. It could be like more like um, better fleshed out if they didn't take out some of the stuff that they took out in the game. And it mm. was less and maybe this is just because I'm I'm new to it, but it was like less ambiguous of like why uh a move that you do agile style puts you where in the like pecking order of when you attack and why I, I am willing to bet that there is a system there that we just mm. don't fully get yet. Yeah. You know, uh, cause mm. like you think about how much, like even all the way back to gen one, right? Like how much um, thought game freak puts into the, the mathy bits of, mm-hmm. of systems at play. I have to imagine that there is, some like maybe it's like a stat thing like you know based on you know because like it could be like the way that crits were based on speed back in the day right like maybe it is you know because i've noticed with like weasel um having like stuff like aqua jet Mm -hmm. i feel like you can sneak in extra turns with things that already have priority by doing the agile style and like excuse me it seems like it it seems like there's more um to it than i'm fully yeah able to wrap my arms around yet because like for me, the thing is, like, I'm always talking about how Pokemon is literally math. Like, it's just math. Yeah. It is like a series of, like, 
ah, my plus two is better than your plus two. And like it's basically what if chess had more math in it? Exactly. <laughs> and the, like the thing is, like, I don't not want Pokemon to have math. I just want it to have more complex math that it's it's like enough systems that the fact that it's math is masked from me. You know, like I want to be able to understand it intuitively and be like, well, fire does this to that. But I shouldn't understand it to that much of a degree of like, oh, well, that does plus five. So I'm definitely going to win here or whatever. It's like, man, well, it's raining right now. I have a rock near me. If he does flamethrower and I move towards (laughs) the rock, you know, like that sort of thing, like being able to like think about like the spatial awareness of it all you know and like what a move would do like in real life like breath of the wild sort like there's a lot of math in breath of the wild but you're never thinking about that you're just thinking about the fact that it's like oh i have my my metal uh, sword it's about to strike lightning right now if i throw this sword it's going to blow up the guy because of the lightning that's going to hit him because of the sword you know like i would really i would love if pokemon got to a point where it like, would be where so physics mattered sick. it would be you know so like I, sick. pokemon would, is like the like the chemistry engine in breath of the wild makes so much more sense in pokemon than it does mm. in breath of the wild <laughs> like, yeah yeah that would be so sick <laughs> like like it would be really cool to see like um something as simple as like oh like hey i'm fighting this water pokemon and it's in a river right and like mm-hmm. that gives and i'm going to thundershock it and it will die <laughs> yeah right or like oh i don't have an electric type and like you know because of that it has like a speed advantage because it's in the water and it can move quicker like yeah, things like that yeah. would be mm-hmm. awesome would be i would so love sick. that would be so you know and then like again right like when you're in uh when you're having a competitive battle right or like you're in a gym or whatever, right? It was like, oh, well, this is like a this is a sterile environment where like mm. you can't take advantage of those things. Or maybe in some or gyms you can. I was about to say, or the opposite of that, where it's like, yeah, there, there's definitely stuff like that. Like me, right? Like I play Smash Brothers pretty competitively, um, and there's things that like a normal player would see, and it's like, ah, well, this might be like unfair to certain people but a lot of the challenge is to understand like okay well this is the thing that this person had like um jokers are sends not banned you know and it's not even like this particularly scary thing because people understand like there's it, it gives him a boost for sure but it doesn't make him invincible and he still has his own weaknesses and there's still things that you can exploit about that thing so like yeah. even if it's things like in the anime, if there's a freaking sprinkling system, they don't have to take the sprinkling system out if I'm battling a, a human player because the human player knows there's a sprinkling system. So either do something to stop your opponent from attacking it or don't bring your rock type or give your rock type a freaking raincoat. <laughs> you know, <laughs> like, <Sure. laughs> like, yeah, yeah. and I, I think there's room there's room for them to, like, continue to experiment with some of those things. And, you know, um, it feels like they're thinking about that stuff mm-hmm. in a way that they haven't before, because right. even just as simple as the fact that like the battles take place in the real environment that you're mm-hmm. in. Like I had a situation earlier where um, I was, I got attacked by an alpha Scyther and it was like level 40 or 50 or something. So it had like 30 levels on everything on my team, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and it, had advantage so it attacked my my stantler and i was just like he's gonna one shot him so i just started running away yeah. knowing that when he faints i'm gonna have him and i can already be a couple steps out where i right. can start running and like and that's also that- another cool thing that like just makes sense in the world of pokemon where it's like there so much 
that's cool about Arceus is that it takes away the unnecessary friction. Like it's yes. no good reason for why I shouldn't be able to run away from literally every Pokemon. There's no good reason for that. There's no good reason for why when I lose all my Pokemon, I white out. Like, why is my trainer affected by the fact that I have no Pokemon left? But in this game, they made sense of that. I could lose all my Pokemon as long as I don't get hit and I don't get knocked out. I can. Oh, really? Yeah. Yep. Oh, I haven't had that happen yet. That's cool. It's very cool. (laughs) I like that. Um, but yeah, it's like, there's, there's so many things like that. And like, uh, something that Trev in the chat has talked about a lot and that has come up a lot is like how fluid this game is. There's so much stuff that's just like intuitively, you can be like, oh, I'm going to switch my Pokemon because you know how to throw your Pokemon out. Like, and uh, in fairness, some people don't make this connection. They still have that, like going through menu menus, uh, like line of thinking, but like to change your Pokemon, you can change your Pokemon the way that you throw out your Pokemon outside of battle too you know um that took me a minute to understand how that menu worked like i it took me a minute to realize that it was the right trigger and i was like yeah and that why is this on screen like i can clearly interact with this how do i do it like (laughs) (laughs) yeah and i think that there's also um so bob bob wolf from wolf then everybody like comment subscribe all that fun stuff um he was streaming the game yesterday and he's like this interesting case of like this game answers a problem that he had with breath of the wild but also at the same time it brings up a problem by doing that right so breath of the wild he doesn't really like that game he like he has this whole meme of like hey, it's good you know bob says that a lot about games that people like a lot that don't really gel with him but mm-hmm. he acknowledges like oh, okay i understand why people like this game um and that's that he doesn't think about like interactions in that way like the, sometimes he doesn't think literally enough sometimes he thinks too literally like uh, okay. His whole thing, like his hang up with Pokemon is like, oh, well, water doesn't conduct electricity. It's the stuff in water. So water shouldn't be weak to electricity, you know, like that sort of thing. Right. Where it's like, yeah, <laughs> I mean, scientifically, you're right. But like kind of you're not, because when are you really going to encounter water in the wild that is distilled water that has nothing in it that conducts electricity? You know, like it conducts electricity because of the things that it, it's so like because it's conducive to so many things being in it that are conducive to electricity, you know? And it's like, like you would you would think, right, that like a living being that has water power would also fall under that yeah. that that uh, umbrella, right? Exactly. Like it would have exactly. those same things. Exactly. It's that's, not such like a, a, that's such a funny thing, though, yeah. to be or like, this Pokemon. is my problem. Yeah, exactly. Or flying type Pokemon. It's like, he's not grounded. It's in the air. The reason why electricity works is because you're grounded. And, you know, like that sort of situation. Or... <laughs> That's not it. thinking again, literally enough of like, oh man, like the the metal or whatever. It, it, I don't want to be near the metal when it's touching another thing that's being electrocuted or or shocked or whatever, right? Like that sort of situation. Um, but also, so like he wants the game to tell him these things, but when the game tells him too much, it's like, ah, oh, this game's poorly designed. It's like, all right, <laughs> like this game. It, t- it definitely tells you too much, as we talked about, right? But also, it's not Breath of the Wild where it tells you nothing. So it's yeah. like, it's like th- this, this weird middle ground. And it's, it was interesting watching him play th- through the game and like getting through that. 
that's a tough line to walk to, right? Because it's like with Breath of the Wild, it basically tells you nothing, and that's kind of that is why that game is pleasurable. Exactly. Yeah. You know, like the magic of it is you being like, you brought it up earlier. Like, oh, I wonder if this will. I wonder if I light a fire can like will the heat make me be able to fly higher? Oh yeah, it does work that way. Like Mm. you want to like have questions and then experiment and be rewarded for that experimentation. Right. And I feel like. Pokemon doesn't need to have a one to one for that. But again, like this is something you and I have talked I about. Think I think it should. <laughs> it, it, it shouldn't. It, 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 I think it would benefit from having more. Because there's a um, lot of stuff in Pokemon that has those moments, like that first moment that I talked about, where it's like, how do I heal my Pokemon? Oh, I can throw berries. Maybe I can. Yeah. Throw a berry and then it the should berry, work you know? that way. Yeah. Like that sort of stuff. And like things like, you know, um, you know, I, it's like it's kind of I get why they limit it this way for like story progression. But the whole like, oh, yeah, you can only ride Pokemon after you get weird here. It's like, well, I have a Stantler. Yeah. And I'm 15 years old. Why can't I ride that? You right. know, like it, it, it just doesn't you know, it, there are still those those friction points that kind yeah. of that uh, they just need to come up with a better solution that feels natural. Yeah, um, and I, I want to get to the point where when I have a question of like, will this work? The answer should the answer always is, be yes. Yeah, exactly. If it's not always yes, it's usually yes. Because Breath of the Wild, it's not literally always yes, but it's usually yes. It's like, yeah, but more often than it's, not. Yeah, it's like 99% of the time is yes, but sometimes they tell you. No. <laughs> like <laughs> when when you have that moment where you're like, I wonder if I can attach balloons to this raft and then make a flying machine and that actually works. And it works, like, yeah. Okay, yeah, this game is going to let me do almost anything right. I can think and of. And then like, you get inside a shrine and it's like, why can't I climb up this wall? <laughs> like, yeah, like, right. Exactly. That, that sort of thing. So it's like there, there's like small instances where they tell you no, but they're small enough that like you don't even think about that. Right. Right. Um, yeah. And I would love for Pokemon to at least get closer yeah. to that. Because there's so much stuff in Pokemon that, again, it's like, well, why does that not like it's so HM, something I've talked about so much. And they've figured out similar solutions to or, or yeah. things that like touch on these solutions with other series like in Pokemon Rangers. Right. Like they have such a better solution for HMs. It's like, oh, there's this. uh this tree that fell and you can't get through the tree. How do I get through the tree? Oh, I can burn it down. Oh, but this Pokemon doesn't have strong enough fire to burn this big tree trunk down. So I need a Pokemon that's a different stage evolution. So Torchic can't burn it, but Combuskin can, you know, like that sort of thing. Yeah. It's like, I can't fly if I have a Pidgey, but if I have a Pidgey, I might be able to fly, you know, that sort of situation. Rather than being like, you got to get the disc, dude. If you don't have the disc, you can't get to the thing. <laughs> Yeah, and I, w- I would love to have some more like kind of common sense answers to player questions like that, you know, because mm-hmm. um, to your point, like the world is so well defined in so many ways that like I want the game to acknowledge that more, you mm-hmm. know, and, and I think like the the way that you interact with the town, I think is a great example of that where it's like, oh, like we're building out this facility. More people are moving here. We need to pr- plant more crops. We need a ground type Pokemon. And it's like, oh, yeah, cool. Like. That that's another one of those like natural I just gave things a more where... type Pokemon today. <laughs> and like that makes sense in universe. It's a satisfying quest and it's something where like you can feel like the the labor that you're putting in is like material in a way beyond filling up your decks or your box or whatever. And like mm-hmm. those are those are cool things. Those are things that make the world feel more like a world and less like a video game where I am projecting onto a world, which right. that worked on the Game Boy, right? But mm-hmm. like 
now we know that we can go deeper than that. Yeah. And it's rewarding to even have our, our toe dipped in that possibility now. Yeah, so like, exactly. Let's, you know, like uh, it's, it's, it's exciting to think like, what, what does this look like? You know, a generation from now, two generations from now, maybe more. Um, and it, it, it gets, it gets more and more exciting. I think right. the more you think about it right? and the, the, like to their credit and something that I like hinted at earlier a little bit, uh, so much that is exciting about this game is that a lot of the mechanics that are very cool in this game are informed by other Pokemon games. Yeah, they're not like, brand new. The, the they're Pokedex, just they finally figured it out. The Pokedex is literally just new Pokemon Snap in the video game. Like, it's just new Pokemon Snap. And that is brilliant. Like, that is a very good idea for them to do. Um, and I think that it would be great if pokemon was built out like that where we do have moments like there's pokemon legends arceus and then that becomes like built into another game or there's pokemon snap and then that's built into another game you know that sort of thing where everything is built up from the outside in you know oh this is cool trevin the chat said um with the farming quest they gave them an alpha pokemon and the game actually acknowledged it and there was like unique dialogue for that like that's awesome i wonder if that like has like um ramifications. does that impact crop yeah, yields, like, you think? like yeah exactly like if that makes your uh farm better than ours because i gave them like an extra weasel that i had <laughs> if, it, if it doesn't that would be a really cool thing moving forward mm-hmm. to like to, have them incentives to, like that right Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like and again, that's probably a thing that will happen. That seems like a natural evolution of a system that they implemented for the first time here of right. like having your Pokemon have. Ve- well, maybe not the first time because there were those missions you could send them on in Sword and Shield. But like right. having your Pokemon provide value to you beyond. If they're not actively in my party, they're doing nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also like that's there's another thing in this game, right, where it's like you can send all your Pokemon out, right? But they just stand there. And like yeah. even like when you interact with them, you have two options. You can talk, you can speak with them. And then once you speak with them, you can press the X button or yes, yeah, the X button. And then you're like, yeah, <laughs> let's go. And those are the things that you could do with your Pokemon. Like, and then I walk away from my Pokemon and they just stand there. Why? Right. And it's like, <laughs> I, you know, obviously it would be great to have a Pokemon follow you around in the overworld. We always love that. And they bring it back and they get rid of it. And they bring it back right. and they get rid of it. But in I'm this sure. in this instance, right, like usually it's like it's a complaint that is like pretty universal, but like it's a complaint that really doesn't matter in every other game. Because like, yeah, it, like the version of that feature that everybody has always wanted is that right. But in this game, it could be so much more than that. If mm-hmm. your Pokemon are following you around and they see a tree and they're like, oh, shoot, I'm going to go attack that tree. And then the other Pokemon's like, oh, I see that gem over there. I'm going to attack that. Oh, shoot, there's a berry right here. I'm going to pick that up. <laughs> like, or like, you know, you know I, would, I would love for them to like experiment with some um, kind of like basic like pet simulator type mechanics yeah. where it's yep. like have some Tamagotchi level stuff where it's mm-hmm. like, Oh, okay. Put Nintendo. Everybody wants Nintendo. I see so many people talking about putting Nintendo on Switch. Just make Nintendo in Pokemon. <laughs> I, I think like something like that could be really interesting where like if you have because obviously they, you know, Sword and Shield, you had like the camp interactions mm-hmm. and those are pretty cool. I think they're still a little bit yeah, like it's like a frail version of like what Nintendogs even is like yeah and there's like, so much more depth than Nintendogs than that which is and why. some of those things that I'm not really that interested in right like I'm not that interested in like 
playing catch with my Pokemon and stuff. Yeah, like and I don't that. even like, I don't I don't mean like literally in that in that sense. No, but no, I, no, but I think in interacting with your Pokemon outside of battle could be a pretty natural thing to put into the game. Yeah, like the idea of making your Pokemon more like characters in their own way, mm. I think it would be really cool. And like something I'm thinking of is like, um, you know, like that again, like the Tamagotchi thing where like mm. imagine if, you know, you have um, Shinx, for example, right? They in this game, they characterize, oh, shrink Shinx are they're pretty aggressive. They attack people. They're hard to control. Like they're they're really more for like a more advanced trainer. It would be neat if like you catch a Shinx and if you have it follow you, it goes and picks. Uh, yeah, it just Pokemon. attacks. Po- exactly. And even more than that, that was a, that's another example of something. that I'm like, they almost got there. They almost yep. did it. The fact that it's like Shinx are super aggressive. They almost got there because why does Shinx need to be aggressive unilaterally, unilaterally, like every Shinx is aggressive, really? Yeah, I has not some shit because they again, this is another thing that they already have a system in place that tells you like this Pokemon's naive. This Pokemon's timid. It would be why great not take to see that those information things. and see that in game and not just when you encounter them, because that would probably that's probably the next half step. Next time we'll probably see that. And it's like, oh, shoot, this Pokemon's brave. I can see that because it like ran up to me or whatever. Right. But then yeah. you catch it and then all of that information is wiped out. There's nothing that tells me that as my Pokemon, it's brave. You know, like and like uh, imagine if, oh, you have a Pokemon who's brave. Right. So like in the overworld, when you get attacked, they jump out of their ball and they initiate a fight exactly. to defend you. Like exactly. think little things are when when they're out, they do mm-hmm. that. Right. Like those would be cool things that would allow you to, you know, have more water cooler moments, have more just like, oh, this is an organic event that happened that creates a memory with this Pokemon for me. Right. right. In the way that you felt that with like the Nuzlocke, right? Because like there's a permanence, there's a tangibility. It feels more like this is a Pokemon with a personality versus, you know, a, a stat value that I'm using in this video game. You know, mm-hmm. um, uh, Trev brought up two points that are good. He said it's more animations is why for sure. Definitely. Um, yes. Which is why I think that Pokemon should like build from the outside in. It should like do these things where it's like, even if like the mainline games become like smaller in scope in terms of like each mainline game has 200 Pokemon in it. Right. And then they reuse those 200 Pokemon animations for as long as that generation is or whatever. Right. Um, Cause once you do the animation, once you have the animation, just reuse yeah. the animation. Why does just the keep building on the library differently from the other Bulbasaur in the last gen? They don't need to do that. It's still a Bulbasaur, you know, um, like just do the work up front. And then you benefit off of that work whenever an, another thing comes out that uses that, you know, uh, there's a comment from Alec uh, in the chat who says, OK, you guys are kind of asking for Digimon World and those are not very fun games. First of all, no, <laughs> slightly disagree. Some of those games are fun, um, but they're janky. And mm. I acknowledge that. I, but it's not like one for one that right. It's like, how do you take things like that? and implement them in a game that is inherently about capturing monsters yeah. and forging relationships with them. Right. Why, why can't I more tangibly forge relationships with them beyond a stat value that goes up, whether or not I let beyond them, them telling me that I'm the, like uh, forming a bond with this Pokemon. Why yeah. can I not see that in real time? 
And like, I would love, you know, we have so many cutscenes. Like, why are there no cutscenes with me and my Pokemon interacting? Or like, when I have a big battle, why doesn't my Pokemon come over and like, you know, give me a nudge or whatever, right? Like, have more interactions between your the the player character okay, and Pokemon. I don't clean my po- I'm not. See, that's the thing. We're not asking for that. I'm not saying that literally everything about Nintendo's or whatever needs to be in a Pokemon game. I'm saying that. Right like line of thinking that like gameplay loop of like i'm building a bond with this creature and there's reward from that whether yeah it's not like i want a pet sim per se it's more like i'm training a pokemon right when Mm. you train an animal in real life there's elements to you building a relationship establishing trust learning their personality i would love to see some of those things reflected in a tangible way where it feels like if I have a Shinx that's adamant, it behaves differently than a Shinx that's calm, right? Yeah, like exactly. that would be cool. That would add a layer of depth beyond number values. And, and, and again, the stuff that they already have, they already do that. There's Pokemon characteristics, but you don't see it. You're told it, you know, show, don't tell. That's what I want. Yeah. Let's take that subtext and make it text. Yeah, exactly. Um, but yeah. The there was oh the other thing that uh Trev brought up he said imagine seeing one Starly step up when the rest run away yeah exactly stuff like that right like, right each Starly should act like its own being you know <laughs> like mm-hmm. it's like I am a Starly so therefore I must act like every other Starly and then and like I've had moments like that where I'm projecting onto the game like I I had a, an interaction where I was um I went and caught. Uh, a ponyta and then i saw an alpha rapidash around a corner and i was like oh no i must have just caught its baby i gotta run like (laughs) those are things that like cool just make that real though right right? like you're already setting up moments like that to their credit it sort of is like that but yeah it would also be sick if sometimes and it, it wasn't even like a game like mechanic like universal thing but just because like i had this moment and you didn't like in your iteration Rapidash stuck up for Ponyta, but what if in mine Ponyta stuck up for Rapidash? You know, like that sort of thing. It was like a Chihuahua, like com- I mean, uh, yeah, sure. complex of like, yeah, I'm small, but I'm going to defend you. Like, and the Rapidash is like, it's still more powerful, and it's still like, you know, everything. Like, do what you got to do, and then you take out Ponyta, and then Rapidash is pissed. <laughs> like, that would be sick. <laughs> like, yeah, it. yeah, I, I think those are those are not things that I think are like unreasonable to yeah. ask for. Mm-hmm. You know, I think it would be unreasonable to expect it now, but to like throw it out into the world and know the, let them know that's like this is something we're interested in. You know, I think is is fair. I mean, like you look at like the anime, any other yeah. any form of Pokemon media that isn't the games, and I mean the games tell you this, right? Yeah. They tell you that Pokemon are your best friends, and exactly bonds between humans and Pokemon are so deep, and blah blah blah. Okay, cool. Like, give me that. I want to yes. feel it. Yeah, exactly. All I want for Pokemon is to for Pokemon to be more like Pokemon. That's like whenever I bring up things that I'm like, yo, this would be so sick if they did X, Y and Z. It is literally never like, yo, it'd be so dope if they did the thing that they do in Final Fantasy 12. Like, I don't care about that. I'm like, it would be so dope if they did what they did in episode 113 of the anime. You know, (laughs) like it's like I want 
I want every Pokemon town and city or whatever to feel like the first 20 minutes of Detective Pikachu, where I'm yeah. just like, oh, look at all these little moments that are happening everywhere. Exactly. Like, you know, those those are the things that I feel like uh, I'm looking for. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Well, I think it's a good time to uh, transition into Q&A and then wrap up. Yeah, if anybody say, we've been talking about this game for like two hours. <laughs> it's, true. it's true. It's true. I mean, we, we know it was going to happen. Uh, oh, Parker yeah. had a second part to his question. He said, also, worse pizza topping. Uh, I feel like this is like, the, that's a bad one. They're up there for me. I think uh, this is like a very basic answer, but I don't like pineapple just because the oh, I don't no, like it's a war. It's a war. I don't like sweet <laughs> on pizza, you know, mm -hmm. that's just that. like and I feel that I feel that same way about like. I don't know. Bell um, pepper. Sure. A, yeah. Like, I, I don't like that kind of flavor profile being added to a pizza. Mm -hmm. If I'm adding anything, I want something that's like, like more savory. salt. Yeah. You know, yeah, more savory. Mm. I feel that. I feel that. I feel that. Yeah, I think I'm sticking with anchovies, though. I'm, I'm full with the anchovies. Too salty. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah, big time, big time. True Fernie says, I know it's too soon to ask, but after Arceus, what do you think Gen 9 is going to look like? Gameplay, mechanics, design, etc. Um, I mean, we talked about it a little bit, but I do think that we're going to see Arceus, Arceusisms <laughs> in Gen 9. If not, it just literally just be like a, a, a more like fleshed out Arceus. Yeah, I think I would love to see them take um, what we have here and kind of like adapt some of that to the more like traditional eight gym structure kind of thing where like, you know, in each section of the world, basically you have kind of like a self-contained open area that includes a hub town or a hub city. And then there's like a wild area around it. And each of those is like their own biome. And, and you kind of, you know, have more trainer battles and some of the other things that have been kind of stripped away in this game. Um, I think that would be cool. It's kind of like very similar to what I feel, you know, um, is is exciting about the idea of like a Breath of the Wild too. Of like we stripped all those conventions out and they're gone. That, now, yeah. Right? Now, what does the Breath of the Wild version of those things of that look like? Yeah. Yeah. And like the idea of like you know maybe it is like you can take the gyms in in whatever order you want or or yeah. whatever like little things like that that oh we're going back to the formula but we're also still shaking it up we're also yeah. still we're, trying we're, we're back on the formula but the formula is different now yeah it's the new coke but good mm. um i think this, is, this sort of feels like that like to me the the like everybody's bringing up the monster hunting comparison and obviously the breath of the wild comparison but i can't help but to compare this game to so many other pokemon games like this to me feels the most like sun and moon than anything like this is just pokemon sun and moon which is wild to me that, that people love this structure but it's like the structure sun and moon dude it's like the totem it's just pokemon better. or yeah it's because mechanically i think it's better um and again story-wise right like the story's leaner there's less like downtime there's less waiting like that alec likes the, the sun and moon story um i, I, I like it different. the first time <laughs> yeah ultra moon playing through ultra moon i think uh hurt my opinion of uh the game alex said that the um that sun and moon story is worse i have it i don't know i didn't pay attention to know that it was worse because by the time i played through that i was annoyed by i was just mashing through i'm like i know i know i know i know i played yep. this i did this already oh new thing 
I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. <laughs> Please give me a skip cutscene button. Yeah. <laughs> that Can would be I an innovation. A, I played this game before option in the game. You know, yeah. that game could have been DLC and it would have been sick. Um, we know that now in hindsight. But yeah, no, like th- as far as like structure, like it's it's literally sun and moon, which is a good thing. I like that. I, I think it makes sense. But also like if they did this and then they added the gems back, and like what the gyms look like, even better. Yeah, I mean, it would be interesting. You know, I think it, it, give, giving those things that have become stale a new lease on life, um, I think, is a natural next step, right? right? After you have something that's wildly innovative, it's like, all right, cool. Like now, what are things we've stripped that we can try reintroducing and seeing like how they feel, you know? Because right. like um, in fairness, like with Breath of the Wild, I don't think that the stuff that became stale was necessarily what they took away and i think it's the same thing for pokemon like i don't think the trainer's journey is stale i think that the means to that end is like battling in pokemon is not fun like it's not fun in the way that playing breath of the wild is fun it's fun in the sense that's like oh i beat you and my i built a better team and blah 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 but the act of going through the menu and saying this is the best move the one that's super effective that's not fun there's nothing fun about that and the thing is, it's funny because like I, I disagree on a base level. Like I don't think that the gameplay isn't fun, but I think that like because we've stripped so much of the challenge and it's become so brain dead, it isn't fun anymore, right? And a right, lot of people say think, it's like, I think that the reason why people feel like we stripped away the challenge is because we did this before. It's the same thing. So it's not hard because I know now more than ever that the water type attack is going to murder Onyx. But when I was eight, I didn't know that. So I'm like, yo, well, Ash Thundershocked them. I think, I think <laughs> a, big, a big thing, though, is also that like the AI has been made worse, right? Like, like characters don't fight as well. And you can see that in this game where like Pokemon hit harder. They like strategy is more key. Like they get stat boosts if they're irate and things like that, which are all that, things that's that... another thing that I don't think I agree with. Like playing through the the Nuzlocke that I just did, the yeah. AI is brutal. Like, and they they give them some messed up moves in the video game. Like I lost to B so many times because she has the counter of brutal swing. She's a fighting type gym leader, mm-hmm. and she's like, I know you're gonna fight me with psychic types, dude. I don't give a crap. I have brutal swing, and then she mercs my whole entire team with her dark type attack. But because and they have the wild area, and people are so excited about that, and they over level with that, and all their Pokemon are 20, 30 levels above everybody else, they're like, yeah. Oh, this game's easy. And it's because they give you enough rope to hang yourself. It's not because they made the game frictionless, it's because they allowed you the option to make the game frictionless, and most people took it. You're right, but I also think that that speaks to a problem with game design because mm-hmm. I think that like to your point, oh, the AI is hard in a Nuzlocke, right? Where you've implemented other things that you, that you, you, you force yourself to not over level that that's the main right. thing, like to not give yourself all like a war chest of options to be able to bulldoze through everything. And this game does that yeah. itself. Yeah. And that but, is what we're talking about because of its mechanics. Yeah, right. And that's that's what when I talk about wanting that, that's what I want, right? Right. Is I want the game to be smarter, not Hmm. allow me to just be like, you know, to to kind of like cheese my way through it, basically. Hmm. But also like when the game is already easy, 
and then you can easily cheese it. It becomes right. that thing where like, you know, I, I bounced off uh, replaying Brilliant Diamond because I'm like, yeah, like I'm not enjoying the moment to moment gameplay mm-hmm. in the way that I am with Arceus because right. the, the battles are more satisfying because yes. there is more challenge. There's more exactly. risk. There's more reward. And right. I, you know, turn based uh, combat systems. I love them. Right. And like Persona um, playing that game on like max difficulty it took strategy. It took thought. It took uh, a level of engagement that it doesn't take in Pokemon when you're just like, I can just keep spamming moves, even if they're not super effective because my Pokemon are strong and Mm -hmm. everyone else is dumb. And like in this, it's not that easy, right? Right. Like you have uh, even Pokemon that are under level that can, can beat your best Pokemon. And that makes you think harder when you're going into a combat encounter or like knowing like, Oh, well this Pokemon's definitely going to attack me. And there's three of them. And right. like, how am I going to overcome this obstacle the, right now? Or just in general, like in games, a thing that will always make a game more difficult is adding more variables. This game is harder yes. because there are more variables, not like, and same thing with like persona and stuff like that. And that's why to me, it's like, I'm always crusading for like nuke the turn base. Because it inherently, even if they add more layers to it being turn-based, it will still have less layers than an action game that has RPG like elements. Yeah, I just I don't agree though, because like I mean, I I don't think that I don't think that's what Pokemon needs to do to to make the moment-to-moment gameplay more fun. You know, I don't and think like, that I don't think that it's what they need to do to make it more fun. Because more fun is like it's a number game. It's like. It's subjective too, right? Yeah, like, exactly. I like also turn-based that. games. Yeah, right. I like strategy games. Mm-hmm. So I want it to be that because that's what it is, you yeah. know? So for me, it's like, I like a lot of this stuff about, like, I like the, I like the, I like the turn-based strategy and all that stuff being the behind the scenes. But the act of scrolling through a menu is never fun to me. Like I will have infinitely more fun, like thinking about like, oh, I got to think about spacing and, you know, like how I approach this uh, character or like what happens if I move faster or slower or jump when I do, you know, versus I pick this option, you know, like I'm physically picking the option. And I think that that makes it like the experience always more different than if I just like eventually figure out a game plan of like what option to pick in what situation. So I, I don't necessarily agree. I think I think to me, it's like a it's very much like a taste thing. It's like mm. whether or not that genre vibes with you and like what you want to get out of out of that experience. But I think that like Pokemon could learn a lot from Persona 5 in the way that it it takes those things and it makes it like just so much quicker where it's like each different kind of attack you can do is mapped to like a specific button. It's a lot easier to get into a rhythm where you're like making decisions quickly and not sitting and waiting. Cause that's Mm. the thing that I think makes turn-based battles feel stale is when you're like sitting and waiting for an animation and you're waiting for the next turn to be taken. And it's like, you want to be able to um, have the the like long game of the battle be the thing that you're thinking about right where it's like yeah i shouldn't be able to just get into this encounter and win in two seconds that's not going to be rewarding right because it's not it's not about game feel at that point right like for a strategy game to be satisfying it needs to challenge you and it needs to make you think and it needs to be willing to like push you down so that Mm. you push back 
right? right? And for a long time, Pokemon has not been interested in that. And this game represents a change in a big way because it it is constantly trying to push you down mm. and then being like, here are the ways that you can push back, figure right. it out, right? And whether that's leveling, whether that's having the right amount of items, whether it's, you know, going back to the town and getting a fresh start for another run. Like, I like that it is constantly asking me to go as far as I can before I can't go any further. Mm. Right. And like, I just, whatever, whatever solution it like brings us to the point where that isn't a finite thing, because at least me, like every, even the ones that like the more modern ones that I've liked, you know, like uh, we talked about fire emblem three houses and stuff. Right. I always come to a point in every single turn-based game that I have it down to a science and I'm like, I know the solution here. But in games like Smash Brothers, I'm always being challenged at every point, even a lot of times when I'm playing against people that are worse than me because I'm able to like approach the game differently every time and there will be a completely different outcome. That's the thing, though, right, is I think that you get that out of Pokemon if you get to the metagame, right? Because if you were just No, but playing... I played the metagame. That's what I'm saying. It's math. It's like there's 20 viable Pokemon. And if you give them these stats and Smogon lays it all out for you, you're going to win. Uh, That's like... the thing, though. I, I, I don't agree with that because I think you're, you're right to an extent. But when you look at like the the players that really push the 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 metagame and the Pokemon scene forward. It's the people that think outside of that binary, right? Like, Mm. yeah, you can make those same choices or whatever. And yeah, maybe you'll place in the top hundred or whatever, but if you want to win, you need to be creative. And you think about someone like Sajan Park and his Pachirisu at like 2018 world, right? Or like Wolf Glick and him using like a bulky defensive Raichu as like, but that's the thing. Look at the rest of their team, right? Like if their whole team was different, I would give you that. But the thing that everybody talks about is like, oh, well, he had a Pachirisu. That's pretty sick. But everybody else on his team is like the, the standard Landorus and, you know, like the whatever the meta is for that that current moment. But sure. it's, like, it's entirely different from like, yo, this was a whole different team. And in fairness, because of the, the way the game is made, they're limited in that way. Like, because it, it, there always will be a right answer. Like, there's, there can be some variety to that right answer, but you have to build around the variety with enough foundation that has enough of the correct answer to make that work. That's true to some degree, for sure, right? But I think that, like, you, you bring up Smogan, look at all the different versions of the metagame that exist, too, right? And that, mm. like, there's OU, there's UU, there's RU, there's NU. Right, but those um, all exist because of the math. Because, like, yes. if, they, if they did, if those tiers didn't exist, people would literally use 10 Pokemon. Like, if Uber was the only, or if there was no holds barred, if it was literally right. used whatever Pokemon, the only Pokemon that would be viable in the meta are the box legendaries, and that is it. Yeah, and that's the thing, though, right? Is, like, because there is all this math and that, like, there are Pokemon that, you know, there are some Pokemon that can only fill one niche, but there are a lot that can fill a bunch. And, mm. like, that's something that also influences strategy. We're like, yeah, maybe it's the same... You know, maybe there are a pool of 30 or some odd Pokemon that are on every single team. But like, mm-hmm. how are you using it too, though? Right. It's like are like you, how I think much about variance that in- is there, though? You know, because like even then it's a numbers game. Yeah, like but you I have mean, four. You have four moves and then you have the pool of moves that your Pokemon can learn. <laughs> 
So right, but but that's the thing, right? Is not every Pokemon needs to be built the same way. Like you can mm-hmm. think about like someone like I remember in Gen Four, for example, because we've got you know this uh, region on the brain. Right. Um, Salamence was like a really dominant force in the meta game. Mm-hmm. There was like the you know choice band all out attack set. You could do mix mints. You could do uh, like a dragon dancer. And like, those are all things that like are very different strategies. And right. anytime you enter an encounter with somebody who's using a Salamence, you have to know like, okay, there are three or four things this thing could do. And it has 30 different moves it could use depending on what other Pokemon on there are that are on their team that I haven't even seen yet. Right. And then thinking like, what's my answer to that? And if it's this, how do I respond? If it's that, how do I respond? Like there is so much depth to the metagame because right. of all of those. There's, but there's a lot of depth in the metagame with the Pokemon that are good enough to have that sort of depth. Cause most but, of them don't. I, but again, depending on a, what level of play you're talking about, right? Because yeah. like, yeah, because it's, cause it's the, going to be the people that know the math the best that are going to be able yeah. to like do that. And for sure, there's definitely like and that's the same thing with Smash, though, right? You talk about Smash, you get that right. experience because you're a deep player and you see, think about the game. See, but, but the the reason why I'm thinking about like the reason why um, I feel so strongly about this in this instance is because like Isabel to me, like as somebody that looks at the game and is like, these are this character's tools and blah, blah, blah. To me, that character is garbage, but that character has won major tournaments with top tier characters and stuff like that. And it's That's not the same. A- it's the same argument as Pachirisu, though. No, but it's not, though, because they're literally just using Isabel. Like, I could see if it was like, oh, they're, they're a Joker main, but they also play Isabel. It's like, no, they literally just use Isabel. This character that is terrible beat top tier characters. And yeah. the top 16 char- I mean, top sixteen players all use different um, characters, you know? Like, if you look at the top 50 players in Smash, there's like 45 different characters. If it was sure. the top 50 players... In Pokemon, there would be way more crossover. 80% of the top 50 Pokemon players' teams would have the same, you know, they would you would have every once in a while a Pachirisu or two, but there's would, gonna be a whole bunch of like bleed through with other Pokemon. I would argue that that has more to do with the fact that your Pokemon team is made up of multiple Pokemon and that mm. like having one well, or two Pokemon that are keyly different, like because when you think about it, right? Like, yes. Every other Pokemon, to take it back to the Pachirisu example, because it's the most famous, right? Mm-hmm. Every other Pokemon on the team was the, was similar to what the opponent used. But mm-hmm. that one Pokemon with a unique strategy was the thing that made the difference. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. Um, but so I think- also, also in the, like the same way, there's some players or most players, I would say, that use one character, right? Like that situation where it's just Israel sure. or just Piranha Plant or whatever, right? But then there's also players that literally have rosters of characters that they play on a top level and there's seven of mm-hmm. them. You know, like if you look at a Japanese major, most of them play like five characters, three characters at minimum, you know? Like, so it's the same thing. There's still like a big pool of like, well, they have to find more solutions and stuff like that. But a lot of times those solutions are still all different. Like, even though it's like they have six characters or whatever, it's not like one of them is their wacky pick and then five of them are top characters. It's just like, no, all five of these characters are people that they like and they want to play as and they got really good with those tools. Like, I I guess to to put a pin on this thing, because I think we could talk about this for another two hours. I, I think I've always thought of Pokemon as very analogous to chess. And I mm. think that it's about that, right? Same. Like, Honestly, same. same. 
but it's the same pieces every game, but it's about how you use them. Yeah. And it's about how you think about how your opponent is going to use them. And can right. you outthink them? Can you outpredict them? Um, and I, and see, I think that that is the, the difference there is like, you don't think about like fighting games in that way. Whereas, whereas I do, you do think of it. Right. Yeah. Like right. I think of it as chess It's just like, they engage me more because it's like ever there's more pieces on the board and there's more like the board is bigger you know and that keeps me engaged for longer whereas a lot of times when i'm playing a, a rpg it's like i'll play the like initial story mode or whatever and by the time i'm 20 hours in i'm like i've figured this out and i'm not engaged anymore <laughs> yeah and i think for me it's always about like pushing the the challenge right and it's mm -hmm. why i want a difficulty option right like i want right. smarter ai i want uh, how would you how like and this is i i'm genuine genuinely curious about this yeah how would you do that beyond just more numbers in terms of like higher level uh smarter ai like how would I, that i think like just them being like oh you use a poison type so i'm going to use a psychic type you know right right and i think for me it would be having ai that is that knows uh, the ins and outs of the game in the same way that a player that's familiar with it would, right? Mm. Where it's like, yeah, there's a lot that comes down to the rock, paper, scissors of it all with Pokemon, but like that's not a one-to-one -one thing, right? Like just because your Pokemon has a type advantage or, or whatever doesn't mean that you're going to win if the other player outthinks you, right? Where it's like, okay, for example, right? Um, thinking of uh, a Pokemon with like a common check, right? So say I'm using a, you know, that, that Salamance example, right? Mm -hmm. And I've got, you know, I can trick an op opponent into thinking that I'm using one set, right? Like the Mixmance mm -hmm. set. That was the entire premise of that set was, right. you think I'm going to use attacking only attacks. So you bring out a physical defender and then I hit you with a special attack. Mm -hmm. I would love if the AI was capable of thinking and planning in that way and reacting to what I'm doing rather than being like, I have one Pokemon and it has these moves and I'm going to spam them until I die, right? Like mm -hmm. there is so much more thought into a Pokemon battle than that, right? And I, I've played so many strategy games, right? That mm -hmm. ask more of you when in that regard, right? With like, again, I brought up Persona 5. Um, right. Like I think of something like Wargroove where like the last uh, board of Wargroove, I had to play for like two weeks, you know, to figure <laughs> out like, this is where, oh, these enemies come in at this point and they attack me at this angle. And these are my resources, like, I, I, I think that that's really what you need to do, right? Is it's, it's not necessarily just about like making the opponent hit harder. It's like making the opponent think like somebody who could actually win a battle mm -hmm. rather than being like, it's pretty did much a play, foregone conclusion that you're going to clean everybody's clock. Did you play the, uh, oh, you, well, you said you dipped out pretty early. So you didn't like play through the Elite Four Brilliant Diamond? No, I haven't yet. And I know that that was something where yeah. like, the elite four and gen four was tough right you know i see but that's also a thing that like that's what th that just showed me why i think it's it's frustrating because like most of the game is not like that and the mm -hmm. reason why people are like this is so hard is because like they played the game the rest of the game like a regular pokemon game so they're you know they're messing around they're, they're their pokemon however and then out of nowhere the numbers go way up 
So it's like, well, I'm not EV trained. I don't have competitive items. I don't have these perfect moves on my Pokemon because you, for one, the game doesn't provide you with those. And for two, like you set me up with the expectation that like up until the seventh gym, I was playing the like Brain Diamond, Shining Pearl, the way that I'm playing Arceus, where it's like, all right, this Pokemon evolved, taking them out, picking up a new Pokemon that hasn't evolved yet, you know, and I get to the seventh gym and I get wiped by Candace's Medicham and I'm like, yo, what the heck? So then I had to actually build a team, the eighth gym, garbage. I just did the standard Pokemon thing, had my highest level Pokemon, hit the highest number move and he lost, you know? Right. And then I and, got to Elite Four, and it ramped up again. <laughs> and like, that's the thing, right? Is I I want the game because like I think back on um, Gen One, right? And I remember I had the uh, the official strategy guide, and one of the things that it did was it would be like in this section of the game, if you're struggling, these are Pokemon that are optimal for you to use, right? Mm-hmm. I would love for the game to ask me that of me, where like the opponents that you come in in contact with do have Pokemon that have properly invested evs right Mm -hmm. they do have competitive items and like again have a difficulty scale if somebody doesn't want to engage with all that stuff and doesn't care about all that stuff let them have the same experience that they'd have out of the box that's that's the thing that's that's also frustrating about that for me though right because like i what if i don't want to do that you know like what if i want to like what if i want the game what if i want the game to be challenging but I also want to use the Pokemon that I think are cute. <laughs> like, but that's the thing is you should be able to, right? Like, I don't think that it like should preclude you necessarily because like, the, I, I don't think the argument is how do we make every, like, I don't think every character that you interact with needs to have the absolute best Pokemon within the absolute best situation. But the difference between like them being garbage and like, I can just like, I don't even have to think about beating them. Okay. And there's no universe where any, like even in this game, right? Like the wild Pokemon are challenging me, but every actual player that I've encountered with, they have one Pokemon that is, that has no chance against me, right? Like My main thing is like, I just want as many Pokemon as possible to be viable. I don't want it to be like, and I mean like, like viable alone. Top level of like, like, yeah, like viable, not as an accessory, not as a swing pick, but like I could literally like, I could battle a Salamence with just my Pachirisu, a 1v1 battle, and win that battle. You know what I mean? And I, like, yeah, and I think, I think you generally... In the same have, way that Ash, you know, like Ash can beat yeah. Brock's Onyx with his Pikachu. <laughs> yeah, and I, I think, generally speaking, I agree with that, that that should be a thing you should be able to do in single player. Because the game markets around that. Even multiplayer, yeah. though. Like, I should still, like, even multiplayer, I feel like I should be able to use Pokemon that I like to play the game. The only reason I don't agree with that in terms of multiplayer is that I I think that, like, the um the Smogan meta, right, of, of having these different tiers of play um, is something that makes the metagame more rewarding. Like some of the best battles I've had or most memorable battles I've had are at lower tiers of play with like Pokemon that have different, you know, because it's like, I think it's less about like every Pokemon needs to be as strong as, you know, the legendaries versus like, how do you make it where that and that's that's why it's like, I don't want it to be that binary either. It's just I want it to be a thing where there's some sort of like endpoint where every Pokemon could win for some reason in the same way that like sure Pikachu didn't overpower Brock's 
Onyx and use outside sources. Yeah, exactly. But that's not really possible in, in the current system, you know? It is, but it's limited in the ways in which it's possible. And I think that's fair to say, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but it is, you see it all the time, right? Where like a random Pokemon that has no business being in Ubers becomes a force in the metagame because someone finds a weird niche. That right, but it's through the context of every other Pokemon. Like Ash yeah. didn't say, Squirtle, come out. All right, <laughs> ambush him, you know? Now Pikachu Thunderbolt, like that's a different thing, you know? Sure. Um, but hold on, uh, do we have any more questions? We did, there's like two more. Uh, what are your favorite new features in Arceus? My I feel like we've answered that question. Yeah, I think yeah, for me, it's, that. it's like it's it's the loop. It's the way in which yeah. they've made the loop faster and better. Those are the best features by a lot. Agreed. Um, and that's from, from Ender Jest. Pat Green, considering the bits that were introduced in Let's Go Pika, Eevee, and the Wild Area, Overworld Chinese, full camera control, and how they evolved to create Pokemon Legends Arceus, what do you predict uh, for Gen 9 to me? Or to me, it sounds like we might get a version of what you described in an old video. Yeah, I think that they're funneling into stuff that I've talked about in the past, honestly. Um, Whether I think ultimately, like what I think that they'll end up landing is somewhere around like a Xenoblade or like a Kingdom Hearts sort of situation. I think long term, I imagine the structure of Pokemon to be very, very similar to um, something I remember I've pitched a couple years over the years, a couple times where like there will be um, towns or cities that are hubs that have gyms or contests or any of the Mm -hmm. more traditional things that you expect in hub areas of a Pokemon game and that everything in between that will eventually become a wild area. Yeah. And you'll have free open reign of open environments to explore and discover and have that, that kind of loop. Um, And then you'll go to towns and settlements to advance the story. I think that's probably where we're, what we're building. I think like end game, like what it should be like in in that sense, like structure of the game, like, literally mmorpg it's like they they release like the the games become like all right this is the hoenn uh release of pokemon and if you start like so from the the purchase end, the consumer end of like when you buy a game it's sort of like what they did with fire emblem where it's like all right you buy a game with fire emblem fates you buy the game and it's the same game across the board for everybody, but then you're met with a choice of like, do you want to play? Um, what was it? Con? Uh, what were the two options? It's two families. I don't remember their yeah, names. Two but... different families, but that's what they do. It's like, all right, all right, you're a kid and you're moving to a town. What town do you want to move to? I want to move to Johto. And then that's the world that you go through. And then once you beat that, it's like, you want to pay $20 for this other region or $40 or whatever they want to do. And then like you, you dreams do the ash thing, you know? Yeah. Like I, I could that. see that being in 10, 15 years, you know? Yeah. I, I hope, I hope that there's a future where that happens. Mm. Um, I think that's always been an, an appealing idea. Mm-hmm. And then Justin said, how much do you hate Arceus? Uh, you know, how much I hate it is a, a thousand out of 10, you know, game sucks. Uh, if we're talking about the game, I would say I hate it probably zero to one out of ten. If you're talking about Arceus, talking about the game, we're talking. If we're talking about the Pokemon, I he's best Pokemon. You know, I gotta say, I feel like Arceus is where they jump the shark 
Yeah, Arceus um, is kind of dumb. <laughs> uh, so I, I don't, I don't love him. I feel like we probably never should have made a Pokemon God, but he's here and his design's cool enough. The thing about it is, like, I think that there's no way to really avoid making a Pokemon God because, like, there was it's it's kind of like the Dragon Ball thing where there's just multiple gods. It's like the power first, creep is yeah. yeah. Like, at first, at first, it was like, yo, Kami's God. That's God, the Piccolo man. And then they go to Dragon Ball Z. And it's like, nah, King Kai's God. And, and they keep going up and up and up and up and up. That's sort of what they did with Pokemon. But they stopped at Arceus. Because at first it was like, yo, Mew, Mew created everything. Everything came from Mew. And then we eventually got the Arceus. But the game's good. It's a good game. It's a great game. Uh, I, I'm really enjoying it. <laughs> I agree. Thanks for joining me here, Pete. Thanks for having me, bud. No problem. Anytime. Next time, we'll have you here for the first time a different time. Well, actually, aren't you supposed to be coming back? No. Yeah. yeah. You're supposed to be coming back like next week. We're supposed to be coming back next week. So hopefully you're supposed to be coming back next week with Parker. So we're going to talk about Pokemon again. It'll probably be, you know, like we'll be further along in the game, obviously. Um, We got to hear about Parker's experiences. And it'll probably be like a not Pokemon exclusive episode. (laughs) So hopefully you like that. But if you don't like that, because I know a lot of people like follow me specifically to hear about my thoughts on Pokemon. Um, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, one yeah. day we'll get one day we'll get our Pokemon podcast off the ground. It's true. You know? Yo, I mean, we got to do it. We got to do it. Uh, but yeah, like, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. Follow Pete on all that stuff. Link down below. They're doing great stuff over there. At Flip screen. I've been Flip screen games, baby. A, 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 a minute ago. In the early days, I haven't been on the podcast since then. Though. Yeah, you got to come back on. You came on and we talked about like Arceus speculation. Now we got to mm-hmm. now we, we have, have follow up. Now we have the game. We can do that. Like, I don't know, like closer to like when we beat it or something. Yeah, that'd be great because we kind of already had the early early game discussion. We did that. <laughs> <laughs> I um, mean, uh, I feel like we absolutely could have talked for another two hours. Definitely. But probably- <laughs> for sure. Definitely. But the thing is, like, I, I don't want to put Steve through that. Like, it's a lot <laughs> easier for us to have those conversations because it's just us and we're talking about Pokemon and that's what people are here for. Um, but when Steve is there and he's like, I don't really know or care that much about Pokemon. It's like, we got, we got to rein it in a lot more <laughs> than we would <laughs> but thanks for joining everybody uh for the sign off question that we do sometimes do you have you ever had an apricot before what does it taste like because i have yeah one. i've had one um i was talking in the chat but you can answer the question oh okay <laughs> how, do you, how do you like you like apricots yeah they're good i like them i don't I, it's hard to describe what they taste like because i don't i can't think can't of another make thing a out of apricot though that's messed up messed up that they got apricots. That is kind of weird now that we I make think about it. make Pokeballs out of that, but we can't make Pokeballs out of apricots. That's messed up. Yeah. Anyway, goodbye. Bye. Bye.